0: Secting this fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host Steven.
1: And I'm your co-host, Jessica.
0: And seven hundred dollars for a self-transforming Optimus Prime robot?
1: What? Sign
0: me the fuck up.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Where'd you hear this?
0: It's been it's been announced, it's a thing.
1: Real self-transforming, as in like you just push a button. Yeah. You remember? Or... in
0: the, You remember like in the, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I'm sure it's like a remote control or something stupid. Okay, okay. But um, you remember like in the like '90s, there was that stupid white and black little toy robot that would just like move around and mm-hmm. like talk to you. Like it's it like a microphone that you would yeah. just like make it look like it was talking shit. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: It would like just basically bend and shit.
1: Yeah, I remember this. Ish. What was it? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, I remember that thing.
0: So, like, it reminded me of that. Basically, yeah, it straight transforms just like the fucking character does in the cartoons.
1: Nice. So, I assume that's already on your Christmas list then? Yeah. Or is already in your cart on a website?
0: I (laughs) I mean, we're probably getting it tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Okay. Good to know.
0: (laughs) Um, Credit card is maxed out. Uh Uh-huh. So, (laughs) actually, all of them. I, I just, to be safe, I... I used all cards, yeah. got multiple, got as many just as to be safe that I didn't get any canceled on me. Good you know, call. Better safe than sorry.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Worst case, I have a army of self-transforming Optimus Primes ready yeah. to go. Yeah. In case the world goes to shit.
1: Yeah. So next year they'll probably come out with the Megatron one.
0: Oh, well, I mean, if they, they were smart. Yeah. Although that would be very hard to do because he's just a handgun.
1: Oh yeah, and that the...
0: changes sizes from.
1: I guess I'm thinking of, like, the movie versions where he's, like...
0: A tank. A tank, It's, like, the most practical way to do it. Or,
1: what is he all... He's also, like, a jet or something at some point?
0: Yeah, I think the prime on Cartoon Network had him as a jet. Yeah. For a little bit, at least.
1: Okay, well, I guess we'll see where they go with that. (laughs) Start with Optimus, see how successful it is.
0: Hopefully, he can reach the fridge to get my Washington apples.
1: Yeah. You might need to put your little... Juggernaut fridge on the floor yeah. so I can reach it.
0: So yes, I will keep you and everybody else up to date on if I can get my hands on a $700 Optimus Prime.
1: Yeah, definitely. It seems like the kind of thing that would just be sold out immediately.
0: Uh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I okay. <laughs> do not at all have this thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Be
0: ordered. <laughs> it, it it does sound a lot more appealing than the uh 3000 plus grand Megatron from Beast Wars statue that they mm. have at Universal though, right? Yes. Not that I don't want that.
1: Yeah, obviously you want that.
0: But in the meantime, you know what what Prime we do have access to?
1: Amazon Prime.
0: Yes, Optimus's (laughs) long lost half cousin. Yeah. (laughs) Can that be a thing? Can can you have a half cousin? Half
1: cousins? Did I just make one up? I think you can have a half cousin because if you had like like if there's a a,
0: okay yeah so if you have a half sibling. Who has a cousin? Would they theoretically be?
1: Yeah, I think if you have a, half, or that would just be
0: your your direct cousin because it would have to be spawned of whatever parent you have related. Yeah,
1: so if you have a half sibling whose non related to you parent has, see this is getting complicated. It's I think it exists. <laughs> Let's just call it at that. Okay. <laughs> Um, but in the meantime, we do have some a couple of new releases coming out this upcoming week. And to start off with Amazon Prime, since you mentioned it, uh, Spontaneous. <laughs> this movie came out in 2020, and it's uh, uh, coming on to Amazon Prime April 12th. For anybody who's interested in teen romance movies, I know that sounds ridiculous, but hear me out. The main premise of the movie is people are spontaneously combusting. So I feel like it could be a little more interesting than your standard teen romance. Not
0: just people. Children.
1: Yeah. Everyone. Humans. In general. Are spontaneously combusting.
0: Loitering on my lawn, will you?
1: (laughs) Turns out somebody just had a bunch of sticky
2: bombs.
1: (laughs) Um, That's also coming out on Hulu. It looks like it could be entertaining if you have either either of those services probably not an award winner but we'll see yeah i also on amazon prime is wander which also came out in 2020 this is a thriller slash crime drama that is releasing on april 16th and it has aaron eckhart tommy lee jones and katherine winnick um it might end up being terrible but it's got a good cast base so i'm interested to check it out
0: aaron eckhart that's the guy who was uh 2 right <laughs>
1: Oh no, that's Thomas Jane. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Two Face. That's the right one.
0: That was Two Face, right <laughs> from uh, the Dark Knight?
1: Yes. Uh, since you bring up the Dark Knight, though, uh, HBO Max, in case anybody was waiting to watch The Dark Knight Rises, is bringing that mm-hmm. movie back.
0: Yeah, they they made a porno <laughs> based off The Dark Knight.
1: Yeah. So April seventeenth, you can check that one out. Um, another, this one I'm not really sure about, but Hulu has an, a fun one called Songbird which came out in 2020 and it is dropping on April 16th to the service. And it is described as in 2024, a pandemic ravages the world. (laughs) Can I just say maybe too soon?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm hoping they were making this
2: before.
1: Um, I have a feeling that this was inspired by the pandemic. It seems like it's a hyperbolized version of what went on throughout the pandemic so far. Okay. Basically it's like people dealing with, what's going on is during it, this theoretical is, pandemic. So is it like a,
0: like a more of a documentary? Is it like uh, a... Uh, is it like a serious movie at the very least? Or is it more of a mockumentary type thing? Or a,
1: I'm not... Under, I feel like it's a drama. But also, I feel like there's got to be some level of comedy in it. Because there's people dealing with... There's martial law, quarantine, vigilantes. Like, the, they, they're taking it up a notch, you know? The
0: name Songbird sounds really familiar to me. Mm. I'm trying to... Th- I feel like it released... On a different platform last year.
1: Um, it may have. I feel like it sounds... I want to s-
0: say it was on Amazon Prime. Um, that, that sounds crazy.
1: It's entirely possible.
0: <laughs> they probably had something else that had the name Bird in it. Yeah. A lot of movies have Bird Lady in the Bird. title. And then there is... Also boxes common in names now. Bird Box? <laughs> That's probably what I'm thinking of.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um... Netflix, actually, now that we talk about Bird Box, a movie called Synchronic. This is dropping April 16th to Netflix, and this one stars Anthony Mackie and Jamie Dornan. And they are uh, New Orleans paramedics who are investigating a mysterious new drug. Um, That's the synopsis. I don't know that in the real world if paramedics investigate anything but clearly they're involved in this world they in do. this world they do they're paramedic slash private detectives they're, they're who like knows
0: judge dread type characters yeah. they are paramedic judge and executioner
1: yeah so sure why they not
0: judge whether or not you could have avoided injury
1: yes um
0: darwinism bitch you're dead <laughs> I feel like Anthony Mackie is, like, in just... He's just whoring around Netflix now. He's, like, yeah. in everything.
1: Yeah, he's all over the place, for sure. Which, I don't know how... I mean, I just don't know how he had time. Because Falcon Winter Soldier... There's, like, a couple of other things he was going to do... He was doing. Well,
0: I I know what we're going to talk about in our episode four. Spoiler episode for Falcon Winter Soldier. Yes. But, uh, not to give anything away. But there is a setting in that episode... That looks very familiar to a setting in the Netflix movie he was in like a few months back. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was even last year. I don't remember when it came out.
1: Sometime recently.
0: I'll say it was like January, February. Don't want like, the futuristic robot shit. Yes. Yeah. Like that one, I feel like their set looks very familiar. Like yeah. maybe they even shared the fucking set yeah. for both filming, which would be a way that they could get through filming for stuff. That's true. But on that topic, Disney Plus. Episode 5 is coming out for The Falcon and Winter Soldier next week. Yes, it is. you know, Friday. Mm -hmm. Like, they always come out. I'm not sure what day that is, other than the day of Fry. Uh,
1: I believe it's the 16th. Uh, Disney Plus also has something called Big Shot coming out on the 16th, which is another sports comedy drama, which is apparently their new favorite category of thing to have. This (laughs) this, is John Stamos plays... Um a temperamental basketball coach who ends up teaching at an elite girls private school. It sounds really awful. But if people are into basketball yeah, or it sounds like a
0: girls. like live action version of that show on Netflix. That cartoon.
2: Hoops. With The uh,
0: Jake Johnson. Is it hoops? Yeah, that's what it's yeah, called, right? It yeah.
2: Hoops. Unfortunately
0: yeah, that was cancelled.
1: Yes. Uh I have a feeling this is not gonna be as funny as that was. Probably not. <laughs> Also, an animated, it was a bigger anime movie when it came out. Rio is going to be coming up on Disney Plus as well. Disney's
0: just all about their fucking bird shows and the movies, so huh? There's so many fucking birds. They need birds and birds everything. Birds
1: and boxes, you know?
0: Yeah. Box birds. <laughs>
1: yeah. And this movie came out a little, a few years back, but I feel like I either watched it and I thought it was funny or I still think it's funny and I haven't seen it. Can't confirm either one. <laughs> but Fist Fight, which has Charlie Day and Ice Cube in it. Is coming out on Peacock on April sixteenth.
0: I vaguely remember this movie, like the trailer for this movie. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw All it. All
1: I remember is the trailer.
0: They were like parents, right, or teachers at a teachers. school that like they get there's a... like
1: a bully teacher and like a nerd teacher. Okay, and they challenge one challenges the other to a fight. Obviously, yeah. I was really mainly in it for a, Charlie Day, but I never
0: a round of fisticuffs.
1: Yeah, I don't remember if I ever watched the entire movie or not, but. It's there in case somebody's interested and you've got Peacock and you're tired of watching remakes of stuff from the I, I
0: hope it's a shared universe with Are We There Yet? And after the fist fight, yeah, Ice Cube gets into his van and goes on a vacation with his family.
1: Yeah. Which
0: it's... starts Are We There Yet? 3.
1: Uh-huh. It's also a...
0: Whatever number they're on. Yeah. I think there's been two. I don't know if there's been more. Turns
1: out it's also a prequel that's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie goes to Charlie's
0: off. like, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> and then he moves to Philadelphia. He
1: starts making kitten mittens, you And then you know?
0: he gets high off of cat food and glue. Yeah. And forgets his old life.
1: Yeah. I mean, meets,
0: it, meets the gang.
1: It could totally happen. I'm into it. <laughs> right. That's about it we have coming up this week. Uh... Fairly lighter week, but we do have some scheduling changes to discuss.
0: We have a lot of things. We do. <laughs> in that realm. Yeah. Uh, but to start, CBS has canceled MacGyver, the reboot series. Uh, it will be ending on its fifth season with its last episode on April 30th. So presumably they're during. it's currently their fifth season right now.
1: Can I be honest? I feel like I thought that just started that
0: show oh no it's been around for a while. i mean i, I guess at least five
1: i remember seasons. them talking about i
0: assume least, that's five years i don't know i
1: remember them talking about rebooting it and that feels like it was like mm-hmm. last year like i
0: i knew it's been around for a while because you know whenever i'd visit my parents they'd, oh they'd, your
1: mom watches it, they'd be
0: watching it yeah. once in a while so <laughs> that
2: makes sense i had like
0: the, the vague idea of what it is
1: yeah
0: it feels like what they did uh, based off one episode was they just took the character name mm-hmm. and then they just filled it into a cis formula mm-hmm. where he's like the jag leader guy
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then he's got his crew mm. that help him solve the case
2: oh
1: well okay of course, so this this should is, be called this is
0: me summarizing it off of like what half of an episode not even a full episode seeing
1: an episode out of the corner of your eye while you're scrolling your phone for <laughs> an
0: hour were you there <laughs>
1: So who knows what it's really about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Watch. Uh, tomorrow they announce that they are uh, rebooting McGruber <laughs> <laughs> As a series for CBS.
1: Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Or
0: Paramount+. Plus. Call me up, CBS. If I have ideas.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're the idea guy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, talk about Paramount. Uh, so we have some movies that are, uh, a bunch of them that are actually getting delayed. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Ooh. It was going to be coming out July 2nd. It's now going to be delayed to November 19th of this year. Oh, shit. So they're looking for that holiday money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mission Impossible 7. So basically, Paramount is exclusive to Tom Cruise, it seems.
1: Yeah. Turns out he just owns it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> his uh, death bots on set took over the studio.
2: <laughs> they, they
0: had to meet his demands.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so Mission Impossible 7 was actually going to be that November 19th slot That's Top Gun took over.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and it's being shifted to May 27th of 2022, next year. Jeez. So, God, that one's been delayed so many so times. So
1: many times.
0: And then, of course, Mission Possible 8, which we learned recently that they had to scrap the back-to-back filming for, was going to be coming out in November of 2022. And now it's going to be July 7th of 2023. Dang. Hopefully, they have batteries for those death bots. Yeah. Uh... The Dungeons and Dragons film with Chris Pine and a bunch of other people Mm -hmm. uh, was going to be coming out May of 2022, and it's now shifted to March 3rd of 2023. Okay. I know that guy from Bridgerton was going to be in that.
1: Reggie John Page. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess now his schedule's free, he can go back to Bridgerton. he can go back
1: to Bridgerton. He's probably waiting at the door. (laughs) Um, excuse me? Can Uh, I still...
0: (laughs) I was... That was an April Fool's joke. (laughs) I got confused on the date. <laughs> uh, and of course, why wouldn't you delay a untitled Star Trek film?
1: I'm going to laugh if that's just how it's, they...
0: It's being pushed to June 9th of 2023. Don't think it had a release date yet. Yeah. Um, And it definitely apparently doesn't so this have a is, title. This
1: is their way of announcing the release date. <laughs> is by saying, yeah, we still don't have a title, but we're pushing the release date.
0: And you know that's probably going to change. Yeah. I mean, if they don't have a title yet, you're probably not even fucking far into it. There was so many different variations that were like, oh, there's a Quentin Tarantino one that was supposedly in the works, right? That, mm-hmm. I think, fell through. Yeah. So, we'll see. And then, of course, there's some other stuff, which is not Paramount, but we're getting release dates. So, a couple of things that you can actually look forward to seeing soon.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, the Tomorrow War. The Chris Pratt... Uh, I guess it has aliens in it. It's like a oh, yeah. action movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's set for Amazon Prime now. It's going to be released on July second of th- of this year. So that was big news. He, I think, I, I don't know if this was where he originally announced it, but I saw it on his Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. He did like a story thing about yeah. announcing it. And yeah. that's where I saw it. Uh, so, cool. Yes, please. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's got aliens, so you're sold.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he kept <laughs> emphasizing there's aliens in it. Yes, um, there's aliens
1: in it. <laughs> so
0: you sold me. The Walking Dead eleventh and final season will premiere on August twenty second of this year. We haven't even watched season ten. I think it just ended.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. So how far I mean, we are. we're
0: looking. No, we're we're all, season ten is our okay. only season we haven't seen. Okay. Uh, So we're just, like we always do at this point, wait for Netflix to get it. Yep. I think they extended the season 10 because the pandemic fucked the last couple episodes. Mm -hmm. And then they announced that they were going to have more episodes on top of that season. Yeah. So it was going to be extended. I think they just finished that whole season. So we're just waiting for Netflix at this point. So presumably we'll see it before August 22nd. I would imagine they want that out before yeah. so people can catch up. That's
1: a fair assumption.
0: Uh, and Disney has confirmed a couple movies that are officially going to be theatrical exclusives. Uh, Jungle Cruise will be coming out July 30th of 2021, so in a few months. Okay. I mean, if you're going to put out a fucking movie to gamble, it's going to be one with Dwayne Johnson, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And Free Guy, the video game themed multiplayer movie
1: with Ryan Reynolds, starring
0: Ryan Went Ryan Reynolds.
1: Yeah, so those are I, two. I
0: wanted to put a lot of W's in his name, yeah. Ryan Reynolds.
1: <laughs> we are gathered here today. <laughs> um,
0: um, yeah, so that is coming out August 13th, 2021, this year.
1: Nice, uh, yeah, I was actually pretty excited for that one, so I hope it actually. A, comes out, and B, it's safe to go see it.
0: (laughs) Both of these movies have been, oh yeah, that's still a thing.
1: Exactly. Like,
0: I'm looking forward to both of them, but I have constantly forgot they exist.
1: Yeah. I feel like I definitely thought Free Guy was going to be a, they were going to change it to a streaming movie.
0: I was kind of hoping for that too. Yeah.
1: I can see why they wouldn't for Jungle Cruise. I mean,
0: I, you would have to put on Hulu, right? If yeah. they Disney-owned. Jungle Cruise, you could put on Disney+. Plus. In fact, I'm surprised that wasn't like a premiere one. I feel like that would have done better than Mulan, to be honest. Yeah. It feels like something that would draw in a bigger audience. I mean, again, Dwayne Johnson.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But I guess that's just the little way of cementing that they are still about theaters, too. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, true.
0: I mean, on that topic, we have a lot of news about studios and their their plans for 2022 going forward with theaters. Uh, and to start, Warner Media, who obviously owns WB, mm-hmm. has set plans for 2022 films to release exclusive to theaters. Uh, they will obviously be in a 45 day window, like we've seen other studios say that they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they will be in theaters only for 45 days instead of the hbo max day and day that we're seeing this year currently right uh the news came from warner media ceo jason Kalar in an interview with fox uh there's no word on whether or not amc has any kind of deal with them if i think if i'm correct the last we heard was amc's head saying that they were going to basically boycott WB films in their theaters because of the news that they were putting them on HBO Max this Mm -hmm. year, right? Yeah. I think they summarized that as a tantrum. Yeah. I guess we have to see whether or not they're going to have a deal in place. where they, I guess, okay that WB is having their films in their theaters? I don't know. Yeah. It seems very weird to me that they would have any play but they've had play with some of these other theater chains or some of these other studios so yeah who knows i mean i think universal right they were the ones who made a deal with them
1: i think so yeah
0: to because
1: they did trolls right yeah
0: yeah uh it was like 45 days in theater and then they'd be able to share whatever streaming and then they'd get a profit out of it or some shit Mm -hmm. so yeah so i get i mean we're gonna see movies like the batman black adam I mean, essentially just DC films, as far yeah. as I can tell, right? Yeah. There's no Harry Potter movies coming out, right? No. Nah. Fantastic Beasts 3, I don't even know what the release date of that is now. I know it was delayed indefinitely or something, wasn't it, at one point?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Basically, DC is what, what WB's running with right now, right? Yeah, So we're going to see The Flash, maybe, Aquaman 2. Mm-hmm. If these are all set for 2022 still. I don't know if they've changed some of them.
1: Oh, that's a good point.
0: Uh, I would imagine we're still going to see them hit HBO Max first uh, over other places unless they do the theater 45 days and then try to do a second push of profit with rentals Mm -hmm. and or purchase probably just rental everywhere yeah and then exclusive hbo max for
1: however long yeah a
0: couple months maybe
1: yeah and i already called this before but i'm gonna call it again i bet you anything they're going to delay dune to 2022 so they can do this with it i am expecting that <laughs> myself yes
0: that would be a convenient loophole right uh-huh. right so yeah. they and i don't even think this was a big shock because they had already said that i think a few months ago i think they said that they were gonna do basically this right yeah, they yeah. said they that talked they talked about it so this isn't a shock but people are surprised as though this is news yeah. But I feel like they've already talked about this recently. Well,
1: when it's just they're talking and they're in, then they've made a decision, people mm-hmm. make a big deal about it.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think they had like an official plan, but they said they, they wouldn't be doing the HBO Max. Right. Yeah. Rally. It would have been in theaters again. Yeah. In similar news, Sony has set a deal with Netflix for their 2022 films. This is a five-year deal. Yeah. Uh, that gives Netflix, they call it the first look rights. Okay. Uh, to so basically any movie that Sony is producing or licensing out
1: mm-hmm.
0: will be on the Netflix streaming service.
1: That's pretty fucking. It's kind of a big deal.
0: It's a huge deal. Yeah. So this basically includes all the Spider-Man films. We're talking Venom two. We're talking Morbius. We're talking Into the Spider Verse two.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Presumably, the next Spider-Man film. Yeah. For the MCU. Mm-hmm. Which again we know is going to separate spider-man from that universe right right. right? yeah we don't know but we we know
1: we suspect
2: highly uh
0: as well as movies like uncharted how weird Mm -hmm. and bullet train i think we talked about that with sandra bullock's gonna be in that and it's like some crazy assassin movie on a train
1: (laughs) he said bullet train and he said sandra bullock and i was like so this is like a train version of speed (laughs) in my head oh my
0: god (laughs) It's like the unofficial Speed 3.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or do they have a Speed 3? I
1: don't fucking remember. <laughs>
0: there was Speed Speed 2 Those Cruise don't... Control. It was on a cruise ship.
1: I don't remember that one. Yeah,
0: that one was...
1: <laughs> Most people don't. <laughs> I... I mean, I did. <laughs> well, now I want to watch yeah, that. Yeah, now
0: I want to as well. Uh, <laughs> We're it, talking Keanu, about... Keanu Reeves is obviously in them. Yeah. So you know it's good.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He really helped her career, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and uh, Jamunji even would be a title if they were to have a, a sequel come out within this five-year plan. Okay. Uh, and, of course, Bad Boys. So
2: bad Boys, Bad Boys. N-
0: Netflix has a lot of possibilities. And, of course, this does not prevent Sony from licensing streaming rights with other services for these titles. I, I assume it's like a priority to Netflix. And then Netflix maybe has to give the okay? I don't know.
1: Yeah. How it exactly like it works. First look rights means Netflix gets it automatically for the first however much and then they can also license it to be to other services after a certain period of time, I guess. Gotcha.
0: Apparently Netflix is reported to be paying over one billion dollars for this deal over four years.
1: That's nuts. Can you imagine signing the check? <laughs>
2: I Right?
1: Hey, that's fine. Here goes your, yeah. your one billion dollars. Uh,
0: just don't cash it until Friday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just need give me another two days.
0: We're just yeah. kind of waiting for the stock market to adjust.
1: Yeah. We bet a lot on GameStop.
0: Yeah. Ooh, not a good sign now. They're not looking good at this point. Yeah, I know. All of their like... Uh,
1: they're shorting All now. their
0: chairmen have been like fucking bailing ship too. They were they were on the cruise ship. They were ship on the cruise ship from Speed, Speed Two. 2. <laughs> They're like this shit's going too fast. Let's get yeah, out let's of here. Get the fuck out. God, can you just imagine just casually writing a a deal for a billion? Like remember there was a t- there was a point when Netflix was supposedly losing money every day.
2: Uh-huh.
0: They couldn't afford. They were writing more checks for properties that they couldn't afford at one point that was
1: before they raised the the, the monthly price to yeah. $17 I, I, you say that
0: now but like a billion dollars I, I would expect a couple raises in the next year <laughs> we're probably going to be paying that's true
1: in the next few years we're going to be paying like at least $20 <laughs> for each streaming service and we're going to be back where we started with cable good old yep. cable yeah <laughs> whatever
0: I like the days when I had cable as a child. Yeah. You just turned the TV on and it was there. Yep. <laughs> Why can't we go Why back can't to we that? can we just have that? <laughs> cable should be a human right. It's a necessity <laughs> to live. Along with cell phones, apparently. And the internet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for all of those uh, lovely studios making their... 2022 plans for theatrical releases and streaming releases. As we've said, the streaming wars are in full effect and uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I really am just shocked that Sony has not made a streaming service themselves. It's not like they don't have the fucking content to do it.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I mean, if they own the Spider-Man fucking character rights assuming there's no fine print with what they've done with contracts with Disney, that's a huge property right there to draw in people.
1: Well, I hope they don't because I don't want to have to buy another streaming
2: service. (laughs) I know.
0: I'm not trying to say I want to pay for another one, but... It does seem weird that they went this route instead of just doing their own thing. I guess Mm -hmm. it's more cost-effective because they don't have to fund a service and then they're getting money for putting it somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And plus they have like other divisions that some of these other companies don't have. Like they still have games and Mm -hmm. like PlayStation and other stuff. (laughs) Yeah, they have different
0: divisions. Yeah. Yeah. So they aren't relying just on movies, obviously. Yeah. That's just a fraction of their business. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is Microsoft is way more valuable than Sony even mm-hmm. is in that aspect. Yeah. There's the whole Xbox versus PlayStation battle, right? But yeah. like Microsoft could theoretically buy Sony if they wanted to yeah. and were able to.
1: Yeah. But then you wouldn't have all the press from the console wars.
0: Yeah. Well <laughs> But uh, that's all another story yeah. for the second half of our yes, episode. Definitely. So stay tuned. All right. Well, uh, we're just Getting treated every week to new fucking trailers for MCU content, Disney Plus, shows. Yeah. Last week we talked about the Black Widow movie. Every week we're talking about either WandaVision or the Falcon and Winter Soldier. We just got a trailer, a second trailer, I believe, Mm -hmm. for Loki.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Let's get into it. Let's talk about this trailer, what we've kind of seen, what we're suspecting, what we want to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, first off, what were your uh, just initial impressions from this trailer? Did you like it better or worse? than?
0: I think I'm more enthusiastic about this than I was the first trailer. Okay. I'm Obviously, every fucking Disney plus MCU show, I'm like, I'm going to watch it.
2: Yeah.
0: WandaVision, I was not hyped about at all. Mm-hmm. Love the shit out of that series.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Falcon Winter Soldier, same concept. I was, like, I was more intrigued by that one because mm-hmm. it felt more... Relatable being like a more modern MCU type show, yeah. Uh, but I wasn't in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot right now. So, with Loki, I was kind of in the same boat with Falcon, where I was just like, Yeah, I like the character a lot, but uh, I'm not really sure what they're doing, and I don't know how I feel about it. Still kind of in that camp, but like, given what we've seen with these two shows so far, like, Feige, take the wheel, I, <laughs> move over, Jesus. Feige's driving.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Feige's got this. We don't need you anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I think I'm a little more pumped for this than you are. I think with this second trailer, I got like extra excited. Mm -hmm. There's There's a lot more to be. A lot more like quick glimpses of things and like more action and I don't know. I just feel like we got a
0: better premise of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, The first one was very mysterious and just kind of like well, a bunch of random shits happening but you yeah. don't have any context of it yeah we still technically don't but like we have a better idea of the I guess the tone of the show where mm-hmm. I guess I should say what we feel will be what the tone we think of the is show. gonna be the
1: tone yeah who really knows there were quite a few easter eggs in this um in this trailer probably even more than last time because we had a lot of It was a little bit of like repeat imagery, but we had a lot of new things. So, um, you want to talk about some of the Easter eggs we saw?
0: Yeah. I mean, right off the bat we saw a scroll, right? In the Mm -hmm. opening
1: in like the lobby or whatever of the TVA.
0: We see Loki being taken in and handcuffs, it seems, with Mm -hmm. you know, to the TVA, the time variant authority. Yeah. Uh, we see a scroll. Looks like they are maybe some kind of a criminal yeah, whatever. they
1: may be a variant themselves, or they're in, for some reason captured by the TVA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see the big, giant statues of the three three guys who are the yeah. time. They're
0: t- they're three of the five guys <laughs> that have that burger joint.
1: Yeah, the other two are in the kitchen. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, so we got to see the big the big statues. Actually, are the timekeepers, which are well known from. The, comics and then we get another glimpse of one of the timekeepers big there's a couple different places throughout the facility that it seems that there are statues or art of the timekeepers on the walls and so one of the main ones is you see the center one in the courtroom looks like king the conqueror potentially
0: it does seem to be that character at least
1: it looks like it. It could just be a coincidence. Be coincidence.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's like a whole race. Uh, maybe that, that's just what they look like. Could be. But we do have the casting of Jonathan Majors who, I don't know if it's been confirmed that he's Kane the Conqueror, but he has been heavily suggested to be that character in the next Ant-Man film. Yeah. It is... Mania. Yes. Not to be mistaken with WrestleMania. That just happened.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's that, but on a much smaller scale
1: so long yeah, um, yeah. So it's it was never like officially confirmed by the studio, but uh, you know the whole source is close to the project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't feel like it's been confirmed, but that's what everyone's going with. He's Kane. Yeah. So
1: source is close to the proz- project. Presuming that's the-
0: who his character is. Yeah. Like This could be a, a very direct tie to what's happening with that. And obviously, Kane the Conqueror is literally about time travel. Yeah. He's he a time traveling villain. Conquers. Universes based mm-hmm. off time.
1: Yeah, uh, and he's like a primary villain to the TVA. Like he's like one of their most wanted in mm-hmm. the comics because of his time traveling practices. Yeah. Um, and Talk then about
0: bad boys, huh? <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do <laughs> when they travel time for you?
1: Um, and then I guess his city that uh, there. It looks like if he's involved, then that city from Ant Man in, in the Quantum Realm and the Wasp. What, is lost. that one i think it's the second one yeah
0: i guess that would make sense they were never yes. there in the first one fair
1: enough um <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're talking about tommy the train's railroad
2: track no
1: uh the quantum realm where there's like a city or whatever mm-hmm. it's possible that could be chronopolis i think is how you say it which is king the conqueror's city if that's if he's gonna be involved and that mm-hmm. maybe could tie in from the in. comics yeah, right? from the comics
0: okay yeah, they could do a lot with it. Like, yeah. Oh, the, the thing is, the time travel element, it's going to be interesting because they could either fucking butcher it or make something really brilliant. Yeah. And I'm a little confused on where they were going with some of the time travel that they did in some of the other movies because I feel like they contradicted some stuff. But, again, Feige take the wheel and let's see what you guys could do with this.
1: You know what else? Maybe they were doing this like planting bullshit way before they were gonna do this, and so maybe some shit in Loki's gonna explain why some time travel thing in a different property uh, didn't work the way you thought it should.
0: It's like a callback, uh, yeah. Plot point.
1: Yeah, I mean it could happen. Okay. Um, so more possible evidence to the involvement of King the Conqueror is the uh, judge lady is played by Gugu Mbatha-Raw. She, her character is reported to be Judge Ravana Renslayer, who has ties to King the Conqueror in the comics. And of
0: course, it's not confirmed she's yeah. that character, but that's what
1: that's is being what people believe
0: believed. Yeah, sources uh, close and, to the you project. Know, we see her in that room, right in front of King, or whatever, right in front of the
1: <laughs> the time the timekeeper
0: who looks, who like, looks King. like King.
1: Yes, yeah. So it's all a lot of very thin, yeah. tapely like, taped together things. And but so.
0: How interesting would that be if they changed the plot of who Kang the Conqueror is mm-hmm. in the MCU? I mean, they yeah. do that a lot with they these do that characters. A lot, yeah. What if he is some form of a timekeeper of the past who's you know betrayed them or mm-hmm. or went a different route? Basically, yeah. the plot of Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah, that could very well happen, and be, would be very interesting if they did. Uh, we also,
0: And speaking of Doctor Strange, it does feel like later in this. Trailer, we see the the room that they're in reminded me a lot of the Sanctum. Mm-hmm. That whole backdrop looked like it resembled the uh, Doctor Strange Sanctum Sanctorum. I don't know if that's what it was, but it would be interesting if that's somewhere that they travel within the series. You know, whether it be travel back in time or or current time. I don't know. Yeah, whatever timeline they're in, it it would be a, a cool way of playing into intertwining all the different you know characters and stuff
1: yeah definitely and on the subject of intertwining characters we probably learned this in the first trailer but we see it again in this one so i'm gonna bring it up mobius m mobius is the name of owen wilson's character wow (laughs) it's whoa
0: whoa oh right (laughs) i always i naturally keep doing the joey
1: yeah (laughs) wow Um, wow. <laughs> Is that wow. wow.
2: What was
0: that YouTube video <laughs> of like using his wows and they did like a song?
1: Yeah. I can't remember the song.
0: Anyways. Somebody's anyway. like, I know what you're talking yeah, about.
1: Yeah. Somebody gets it. And
0: now they're inspired to go look at it.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Mo- uh, if anybody might remember the word Mobius, we actually heard it in Endgame. When Tony Stark broke the code to time travel and he said something, something, once again in the shape of a Mobius strip this time, inverted. So whatever the fuck a Mobius strip is probably Mm -hmm. has to do with fucking this guy. Not fucking this guy, but you know, this guy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Alright,
0: alright Mobius, Uh, we're going to need you to get fucked by this guy over here. It's, it's for the sake of time. Yeah. So don't get all dramatic about it. <laughs>
2: yeah. You gotta
1: do what you gotta do, man.
0: You gotta take one for literally the universe. The
1: universe, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we also see this hooded figure multiple times throughout the trailer who we assume is Sofia DiMartino's character.
0: Which we don't. We we haven't really seen her, but like. They don't show her face ever. Yeah. But like, they have shown a female character from the back, which we presume is her.
1: Yes. But we don't know for sure. We're just Mm -hmm. assuming. Um, So she could be anyone, but some popular theories are Lady Loki or Enchantress.
0: Mm -hmm. I think I would rather it be Enchantress. I think that would be a funner route than a Lady Loki. Because I think that would be fun to do as like a. Somebody that they meet, like, in one of their time jumps. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it to be like, he's going up against himself as Lady yeah. Loki. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I think it would be kind of interesting if that was also just him as a feature version. Mm-hmm. Who has already gone the path of what they're trying to prevent him from doing further. Yeah, Thought that would be kind of a cool play, like a... Him having to like stop his own deviant side. Right. Which then kind of could tie into how he becomes the Loki again mm-hmm. that we know from the path to Endgame.
1: Yeah. From the Prime Universe. Mm-hmm. Or is that what we call it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The Optimus Prime Universe? Yeah.
1: It's where there's a robot <laughs> mm.
0: that transforms for $700. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and then we hear a point where. It's Loki saying, I'm ten steps ahead of you. He says something like, "Uh, it's adorable that you think that you could manipulate me or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that one we know who he's talking to because we can see him. But the other part, I'm ten steps ahead of you, is off screen.
0: I feel like there's a lot of uh, manipulation with the the trailer. Mm Because you you get a lot of narration, but you don't get a lot of visual seeing people say things. So I feel like they're making us feel like he's talking to the TVA. But I think he may just be talking to himself. Like, for all we know, the ones who are saying it are versions of him that are not the one we're following specifically, right? We could have who knows how many versions of Loki in this show. Yeah, exactly. We've already seen a a part where it looks like he's uh, the president Loki from one of the comics. Yeah. And that's clearly not him, that's a different version of him. Yeah. Because in that same scene, you see
2: the current Loki
0: in a suit. Yeah. In that same setting.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, there's definitely a lot to unpack with this trailer. I think it gave us a lot more information just enough to get people to more excited for the mm-hmm. show. I'm excited for it. It seems like it's going to be pretty action-packed. Yeah.
0: I, with Endgame, they, you know, I think the best scenes aside from obviously the amazing cat <laughs> with the hammer. And, you know, everybody coming back. Aside from that stuff, I think the best part of that movie was the time traveling back to get that nostalgia of all these old movies yeah. that, that started the MCU, right?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I really think they're going to lean into that with this series a lot. Like mm-hmm. We might even see some double takes on places we've already gone back to in Endgame. Yeah. And see his perspective of what happened. Or maybe he has to fix what they did. Yeah. Which got him to you know specifically the Avengers one scene where he escapes with the Tesseract, you know. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I think this one's gonna be the most heavily tied to the main direction of the MCU's current phase, but we'll yeah.
1: see. Yeah, definitely. I'm very excited about it.
0: Who knows? Maybe the the hooded person will be Mephisto. We don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe it could be.
0: Still riding that fucking train, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Or at the very least, they're working for him, you know? Ride or die. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Alright, moving on. Uh, The Borderlands film is getting so much more news. Yeah. So we have a couple more castings. We have an idea of the plot now. There's a Dutch bodybuilder named Olivier Richters.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, He's been cast as Krom.
1: Okay.
0: Which I believe was like a boss battle character in the Borderlands game. It sounds like it would be. Edgar Ramirez has been cast as Atlas, interesting enough. Mm-hmm. This is a, as far as the game goes, it would be the founder of one of the companies who makes the guns Yes, that you purchase endless variants of. Yes. Uh, but I don't think you've ever actually seen the character in the games. So this is like a bit different uh, take yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be a Character in this yeah, movie, yeah. I feel apparently. like I read
1: something about him. Supposed he's supposedly the most powerful,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or strongest man in the universe, or something ridiculous like okay,
0: that. Okay, all right. Well, he's gonna have to <laughs> compete with a Dutch bodybuilder. Yeah, who goes by Crom now?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, but the the basic synopsis of this movie seems to be Lilith, who is played by Kate Uh teams up with Roland and some of the other characters. To rescue Atlas's daughter, who's gone missing, so the the synopsis that I think this is the official one: Lilith, an infamous outlaw with a mysterious past, reluctantly returns to her home planet of Pandora to find the missing daughter of the universe's most powerful S.O.B. There you are, there you go. Oh, it's
1: powerful, not physically, but emotionally <laughs> or whatever. That Financially, probably. Financially, <laughs> that makes more sense.
0: Lilith forms an alliance with an unexpected team. Roland, who's played by Kevin Hart. <laughs> a former elite mercenary, now desperate for redemption. Tiny Tina, played by Green Blot. I believe she's the little girl who was. Young Gamora. Gamora in yeah. the. Uh, the uh, Actually, endgame, end game, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, a feral preteen demolitionist. <laughs> that's, that's a very that's a fair accurate description, description yeah. of the character, I would say. Krieg. Who is played by Montinho? I think that's the other bodybuilder guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Who? What was his uh social media? Oh. Description.
1: The beast something right? Yeah. Oh, it God something. Damn it. What was it? It was something ridiculous.
0: <sighs> it's fine. Uh, and apparently he's going to be Tina's muscle. Was he that in the games? Oh. I don't feel like he was. He was just a different character.
1: Uh, he might have been.
0: So he's he's Tina's. Muscle bound, rhetorically challenged protector. And then, of course, Tannis, who's played by uh, Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Big Nasty.
0: (laughs) Oh, Big Nasty was the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, Tannis is the scientist with a tenuous grip on sanity and a clap. And Claptrap, of course, is played by Jack Black, who plays a persistently wise ass robot.
1: Uh I don't know that's that's how I... I don't think I would describe him that way, but well, I guess he's,
0: it's... he's a very sarcastic robot. That's he's true. He's got a lot of sass. Yeah, that's that, true. That's his character. So yeah. that's actually very accurate.
1: Okay. Uh, that works too.
0: Yeah. You're <laughs> damn right it does. <laughs> These unlikely heroes must battle alien monsters and dangerous bandits to find and protect the missing girl who may hold the key to unimaginable power. This is probably more physically than financially. Yeah. At this point.
1: Probably. <laughs>
0: The fate of the universe could be in their hands, but they'll be fighting for something more. Each other.
1: Okay. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah, alright. Uh, okay.
1: A, but like, there will be
0: aliens and monsters, Yeah, I, mean, right? I could
1: have done without that last part. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's going to be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it sounds like Guardians of the Galaxy meets... Borderlands. <laughs> okay. That's... <laughs> That's a valid one. (laughs) But yeah. Drax is in there somewhere. He just never moved, so we just don't see him. know
1: he's there. Yeah.
0: All right. I mean, the more I'm hearing about this movie, the more I'm excited about it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, same. I can't wait for it to be out.
0: So hopefully that's uh, not going to be a long wait and constantly delayed. Mm hmm. I'm sure they haven't gotten into filming at all yet, but
1: Right. I just hope like the worst is over with the delays and all that. Yeah.
0: All right, some quickies. Uh Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh has joined the Indiana Jones 5 film, apparently. Okay. Uh there's no word on her character, but uh presumably she's going to be any character who's in those movies is is yeah. going to be along with the journey with the Indiana Jones. Yeah. Probably some kind of expert in some field of Need for whatever item they are looking for.
1: True. I would not have predicted that she would want to be in a movie like that. Right? Yeah. So My first I, thought was
0: like, is she also writing it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it makes me really curious to see what her character is going to be like. That's all yeah. I'll say.
0: <laughs> Watch. Wow, she's just like some bimbo that... It's like the side piece.
1: <laughs> she's like such a one-dimensional character. She's doing it just ironically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, some bad news for people who are looking forward to the Witcher Blood Origins series for Netflix. Uh, lead Jodie Turner Smith is leaving the project uh, because of filming conflicts for her schedule.
1: Already? Did they even? Start? They were.
0: I think no. They, I don't think they've started. I think they were just about to start filming, and then. Something came up with this. I, well, I never understand that whole idea. I guess it's because of delays, I would have to assume.
2: I guess. Pandemic
0: delays had to shift the schedule. Mm-hmm. But like, I never understood the idea that if you sign up for a project, it is not considered a contract. I so wouldn't you be contracted so. to be available for whenever the fuck the project is going to be in production?
1: Well, I have a feeling these contracts are fairly lengthy, and they probably say for this time to this time. So if it gets delayed, then you have an opportunity to get out of it, probably. Gotcha. So you have to, can work around all your other contracts.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm really curious what other projects she would be in that's more, that seems like it would be more valuable to mm-hmm. her career than a Witcher series on Netflix. Yeah. Unless The Witcher is not as big as I thought it was. I thought it was a pretty big fucking project that they uh, made a lot of success with.
1: Yeah, I would think so.
0: Well, that's coming from somebody who knows what The Witcher is outside of just the TV show. True. So her character was going to be Ailee? I- is that how you say that? I think so. A uh, spokesperson for Netflix said due to a change in the production schedule for the Witcher Blood Origin limited series, unfortunately Jodie Turner-Smith will no longer be able to continue in on the role of Ily. Uh This character is described as an elite warrior blessed with the voice of a goddess who has left her clan and positioned as Queen's guardian to follow her heart as a Nomadic musician. A grand reckoning on the continent forces her to return to the way of the blade in her quest for vengeance and redemption. Maybe this is a marketing ploy. Maybe she left the project to find her nomadic musician.
1: <laughs> yeah. She decided to go be like a a cook or something yeah, instead of and being then, an actress. And then
0: she's going to come back to the project like no. Yeah something happened, I have to come back to this. and like.
1: (laughs) It's very elaborate.
0: Maybe it's a reality show. Maybe. Maybe we're just going to follow her. Yeah. Doing this plot.
1: I guess anything is possible these days. We don't know
0: until it airs, you know? Very true. Alright, that's it for our TV and movie news.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, We watched a handful of things this week, so let's get into it.
0: Here's how our rating system works.
1: If we hated something, we'll burn it.
0: If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it.
1: If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're gonna dissect it.
0: And if all of us dissect it, we're We're DTF. I see you're waiting for me to move my lips.
1: (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do. And like I'll just
0: blend into his deep, sexy voice.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: (laughs) All right. First up, we did watch the season premiere for Supergirl. Season six, season six, and also the final season. Mm-hmm. They are ending it after this. Not to say she won't be back in any other capacity of yeah. other shows.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, this is a CW show, of course. Airs Tuesdays at nine PM, and the premiere was on March thirtieth. Uh. This, so I guess we just what we watched one episode out yeah. of the the twenty.
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> not a whole lot to say about it, but we did watch the first episode. I'm gonna check the, it out.
0: The show's been on a while. So. Yeah. And of course, they did a weird shifting with the schedule of this and the Superman and Lois mm-hmm. and children show.
1: And children. <laughs> There's a reason they left them out of the title, okay? Yeah.
0: <laughs> they should have just made it like a Married with Children like reboot.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, where Superman's just like <laughs> on the couch with his hands. hands in his pants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they should do that. I feel like uh, somebody should do that. Like Family Guy. Should make fun of that, yeah. That'd be funny.
0: Or, well, I mean, we did it, so yeah. At this point, Family Guy would just be stealing our
1: well, we could sell the idea stuff. to him, yeah, yeah, because I don't want to have to go through all the trouble of animating it and voicing it, you okay. know. That's I'll, a lot I'll work. tweet
0: at Seth MacFarlane and say, Hey, I have an idea <laughs> for a 10 second skit on yeah. Family Guy. Uh, here's
1: your bill: $10,000. The deal will
0: be worth $1 billion <laughs> over four years,
1: yeah. Um, so obviously it's only one episode, so there's only so far we can yeah. consider it. It, but. it
0: felt like this was a tack-on continuation of what the season five ending was supposed to be, but they couldn't finish it at the time because of the yeah. pandemic yeah. issue it's- and scheduling, and so I feel like they just basically shifted this to like a premiere of the next season, but mm-hmm. it it felt like a conclusion episode of last season.
1: Yeah, I felt like there were too many things that I was like, wait, what happened again? <laughs> Obviously, it had been a little while since I saw it, but I don't feel like it properly... Usually, if there's a big deal of a cliffhanger at the end of a season, the next season will be mm. like, this happened, you know? like Yeah,
0: it basically just, right seconds after what the last season mm-hmm. finale did was... Okay, we're we're still here, we're still doing this. And yeah. so it it felt a little weird as a premiere in that sense. Um but once you get like back into like the rhythm like, oh right, this happened, that happened, these characters are doing this, these ones are doing that. And yeah. Like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Overall, it was fine. Yeah. I it was again kind of the same dance as the whole last season's theme, so um I'm interested to see what they're doing. You could tell that they're kind of pushing for other characters to have a bigger role yeah probably because they know it's the last season so they're gonna give them more of a spotlight
2: yeah that's true
0: cgi was a little shitty i would say on some aspects of uh there was a a certain character that they had uh human form and it was so bad looking (laughs) so bad which is weird because they have all these crazy fucking CGI scenes in these shows that looked really good compared mm-hmm. to this usually.
2: Yeah.
0: Again, that could just been like pandemic situation where they just didn't have the the resources, budget, yeah, and resources to do what they usually do with that. But true. Overall, it, it was solid enough that like I'm obviously gonna watch the rest of the season because it's yeah the last one we've we we
1: watched it this whole time. Followed through this
0: whole time. Like, why not? But um, it's basically what you're you know what you're getting out of it. Yeah. It's, so far, it's.
1: It's not it's not peak Supergirl, but yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's that's okay. That's kind of
0: gone downhill since the last couple of seasons. Yeah,
1: it's it hasn't been there all the way for a little while, I think. So. No. Overall, um, I would say I would test this. I, like you, will continue watching just because we watched it since the beginning, so why not? Mm-hmm. But um, if I were starting it at this point, <laughs> I would not be continuing it. <laughs> well,
0: again, it's like... The way it starts is like you have to know, like basically the whole yeah. backlog of what yeah. she's gone through yeah. in the last five seasons, right? Yes. At the very least, last season,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's not something you could just jump in on this season. So, yeah. um, there's
1: a lot of drama to walk yeah. in in the middle of.
0: I really hope that they have a, a special episode crossover where she just babysits the uh, Superman kids.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know that'd be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, but she looks like their age. Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> and then like one of them falls in love with her. Yeah, and then they're like, yeah, you know, that's your aunt, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, no, it would be your, it would be your cousin, Gr- right?
1: Great second cousin, I think. Your second cousin. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, British I
0: mean, I don't know. Do Maybe it. on Krypton, that's legal. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, if there's anything like the royal, <laughs> ancient, like older, old school royalty that could work, you know. That's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we fuck our family because we're fancy. <laughs>
1: Because we're fancy, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, it's a good
0: reason. Um, what was your rating? Uh, my rating. I'm gonna give it just a uh, slice it. I guess it. It's yeah. It's probably a little bit less than that. It's above a yeah. test it, but it's. I'm just gonna give it be considerate it <laughs> and give it a slice. It would. It's whatever. It's Got fine. It.
2: Okay.
0: Slight off-topic. Krypton, that mm. series that was on Sci-Fi. If anybody has access to the CW app. Like log in for their cable, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can watch season two of Krypton on the app, which we
1: which we're gonna got be excited
0: about because yeah. I really enjoyed <laughs> the first season of Krypton. Yeah, and never got to see season two.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so people are like, "Yeah, I that that was yeah, a while I already ago. Watched we had to watch that." Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for those who haven't, I yeah. really enjoyed season one of that show. So check out that series if you haven't yet.
1: All right, we also checked out finally. The Mighty Ducks: Game Changers. We watched the first three episodes, and uh, this is on Disney Plus. For anybody who doesn't remember, it started on March 26th, and this is, as I mentioned before, an American sports comedy drama series. Is that I'm, the
0: official category yeah, of yeah. what these are?
1: Yes, it is. Also, they I'm going to say just it make again. Something else just fucking so? use the word dramedy. You don't have to say comedy drama. Dramedy. It gets the wor- it gets it done. You know? You don't need both words. Yeah. But people, I feel like they started to invent that word. And then everybody was like, nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to use two bigger words for no reason. Anyway. Rant over. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see.
0: Yeah, it might come back. For
1: now. Um, so this uh, Game Changers is a follow up, I guess, to the 1992 film The Mighty Ducks. Except that now the Ducks are, like, the top-notch badass team with unreasonable standards. And then...
0: Mm-hmm. It basically just took over what the the Hawks, was it, did? I don't remember the name. Yeah, I think it was the Hawks.
1: Okay. I believe the, you. The, the,
0: the antagonist team in right. the old Basically, the
1: role reversal, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically,
0: the role reversal. It felt like what they did.
1: Yeah. So... Uh, they... This kid gets kicked off the ducks that happens very soon in the first episode so it's probably not a spoiler right no okay. i mean that's the whole premise it's it's the the whole make a point team. yeah so they his mom and he and his friends or whatever try to make a new team and it's all this like ragtag group of people who can either barely mm-hmm. skate or have never played hockey and whatever
0: yeah uh, this I know that they're just basing off the same concept of what the movies were, mm-hmm. but for some reason it's harder for me to take it seriously.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it because you're an adult?
0: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like it just, I'm just like, there is no way this would happen. Like, it the, would, yeah, <laughs> the whole scenario of how he doesn't make the team and mm-hmm. then at tryouts, and then the mom's like, okay, well, I'm going to make my own hockey team then, and it's just like, what? You, it doesn't work that way. You have to be a licensed coach. Mm-hmm.
1: You,
0: that's something you have to sign up for and take weeks, mm-hmm. maybe months of training yeah, to get certified. You can't <laughs> just like call some office and be like, uh, yeah, we're a team now. Yeah. Like It doesn't work we that have way. We a team.
1: What's your name? Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> the plot of how this works is just like that just was like killing it for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I will say the nostalgia is there. And I feel like it's not heavy. Like you get the vibe of the old movies and the characters. Like mm-hmm. you know, they have very obvious characters who are they're this character from that movie, yeah. you know, in a new form. Yeah. That personality, that you know, that role. Um, but they do it in a very fun way where it does feel fresh. It does feel like they are kind of their own thing as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they they shifted a little bit of how the team is kind of created and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh. I think I really enjoyed this more than I should have because obviously I played hockey growing up and like it, I got like a lot of that kind of not listening to nostalgia for the Mighty Ducks movies but just like nostalgia for when I played as a kid and, and right. like
1: all the stuff bro. kind of like
0: relating to like what I'm seeing them go through like whether I went through it or like well that's not how that goes yeah you know yeah and so I was I had fun comparing from my own experience of this whole thing so there's like a scene where one of the kids on the bad team, you know, mm-hmm. the Mighty Ducks, yeah, uh, puts an illegal douche hit on yeah. one of the players for no reason. After yeah. the whistle. And like, yeah. that's happened to me. Yeah. You know, like I totally was like, that fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> that does happen. This is not even like dramatic. Yeah. This does happen.
1: Yeah, that's, that really is based on who you are. Because for me, I was like, that's not realistic. Why the fuck would that happen? There's, they weren't even playing. But... You've obviously been there and you know what happens. But to me, I was like, this makes no sense. mm -hmm. (laughs) But I would also say that in real life if I saw that happen. Like, why the fuck would you do that, you dumb cunt? Yeah. (laughs) You dumb cunt (laughs) 12-year-old.
0: I don't know the actress's name, but the mother is...
1: Lauren Graham.
0: Okay, and she's from the Gilmore Girls, Yeah, she was Lorelei. I never watched the show, but I knew that was a show. Yeah. And she was in it.
1: I never watched the show, but I see her face and I'm like, Gilmore Girls. So it's
0: hard for me to not think like, where's... The Gilmore Girl.
1: Yeah, where's Alexis Playto? <laughs> point watching this. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I feel like the show did kind of go a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, But we're at episode three, and I think it's picked up quite a lot. Yes. They're obviously kind of building this suspense of, like, how they're going to get the team to be good. Mm-hmm. They're just not. Yeah, and not at all. the thing that's so crazy is, like, again, you know, going back to, like, you can't do it this way. Like, they wouldn't just, like, let you just make a team. Especially if none of the kids know how to fucking skate. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what this is. Like, yeah. There, there's one player on this team that can skate. Yeah. I just... I'm enjoying it. But, like, I just... I, I shouldn't, I feel like. I shouldn't be enjoying this as much <laughs> as I not? am. I you're, just,
1: you're allowed to enjoy it. It's I okay. feel like
0: it's for for young kids. And uh-huh. I, I'm really enjoying it. You well, know?
1: it's not just for young kids. Because you have the... the um, Emilio Estevez comes back. He's... <laughs>
0: and I was like, Emilio... <laughs>
1: So I mean, it's obviously meant to have some like pull your nostalgia heartstrings mm-hmm. or whatever for people who either watched the movie. Yeah, or, and
0: he's obviously a big role in the plot and yeah. like the building the suspense of the team mm-hmm. and how they're gonna overcome adversity. Yes, and yeah. in the hockey league. Yeah, um,
1: he is a big part in how they become the underdog rather than the what why.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy that they have a reason why the Mighty Ducks are like the powerhouse now and yeah. like why he's not a part of it like yeah. they've thought about how to make this a realistic switch up to bring him back in like yeah. a logical way
1: yeah it does make sense
0: what doesn't make sense is that they have so many fucking ice rings ice rinks yeah uh and and some that they didn't even know existed until. Yeah. They're looking for somewhere. To yeah, practice. he's like not even.
1: It's not even in the phone book, and they just happened to like walk by it. And that was so weird. <laughs> it's like, does, is it? It's not Canada. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I don't know. I'm, not, I'm assuming yeah. Canada has a lot of ice rinks. Maybe I'm profiling, but
0: <laughs> I mean, you are. But so is Disney because one of the characters <laughs> is straight from Canada. They yeah. totally stereotype yeah, that kid. Yeah, they do.
1: That was so funny.
0: <laughs> uh, but I again, I love how they did that character because. They give you an assumption of what that character is about, and then they just completely flip it on you mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. Yes. But yeah, the characters are, I think are great. There's one, I can't remember his name. He's like the neighbor kid. He's like a little fat kid. He's got a very goofy voice, and he's basically the comedic relief of this series. And
1: Maxwell Simpkins. And his I name just, is Nick.
0: <laughs> I love, his, he's kind of like the audience narration of what's going down in, yeah. the, in the show, and like, yeah. I, I just love his kind of sarcastic comments and yeah. constantly showing his insecurities, but in a fun way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does a good job for sure.
0: So I would dissect it. Um, I, I've really enjoyed it. it. Okay. I don't know how many episodes this season has. I
1: couldn't find how many episodes. And I,
0: I I'll be honest. I feel like, can they make, is this going to just be a one-off? Cause I don't know how they could possibly make this as a multiple seasons thing because of the plot of it. It feels like, well, at some point, it's just going to be they're no longer the underdogs.
1: Well, right? they <laughs> could keep running into roadblocks such as, "Oh, your coach needs to be actually licensed." You know, like somebody <laughs> yeah. could come in and be like, "Yeah, no." The
0: the hockey <laughs> inspector comes in yeah. at the finale of the <laughs> yeah. season.
1: You can't be the winner because you didn't have a licensed coach. You know, some bullshit like that. <laughs> I feel like that's a total Disney ending. Yeah. <laughs> I am gonna slice it. I didn't have as much nostalgia as you, obviously, because mm-hmm. I did not play youth hockey.
2: Yeah,
1: um, but I did enjoy it. So it was fun to watch, and it was fun to see you react to things.
0: Yeah, like what particularly?
1: <laughs> I don't have anything in mind. Just okay. like, just like you talked about, like, oh yeah, that wouldn't happen, that or whatever. You yeah. know, like your personal insider knowledge of the situation mm. was entertaining.
0: But to be fair, they are, I think, set in Minnesota, right, in this? So, I mean, a much bigger hockey environment than California, especially fair. in the 90s. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? Maybe it is a lot more casual about how you can get into hockey and all that stuff there. Maybe, yeah. They sure as fuck didn't have hockey in school for me yeah. when I was young. Not that this was a school team, but...
1: Right. <laughs> I was like, did I miss something? Well, I just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> on the east coast and stuff hockey is like it's like a sport it's it's just sport. like it's like football it's in it's in high schools and yeah. stuff. it's yeah. like you just but here they i think they just started doing that it's been a long time since i've been in high school yeah but, it hasn't but been. i want to say that, like at least five years after i was out of high school is when mm. they they started letting club teams play yeah. for sc- for high schools right right in in the bay area at least
2: mm-hmm and
1: it's probably more so there than anywhere else because there's a lot of hockey fans. Mhm. the Sharks.
0: California is a fucking hockey state. Like, yeah. I mean, you got the Sharks up in the north, you got Anaheim, obviously, the Ducks, and you've got the Kings, LA Kings. Like SoCal, NorCal, they they're all covered with hockey.
2: Yeah. Not
0: the greatest teams overall this season. Yeah. <laughs> for but either they of exist. them. But they used <laughs> to be, you know, they all had their their time to shine. Um, I don't think Disney even owns the Ducks anymore because they used to own, that's the whole point was they owned, they created the Ducks and Mm -hmm. they owned them. I don't think they even own them anymore. So I was kind of curious how they were able to do this whole having the logo and all that stuff for the show.
1: They probably still own the rights to the show property. Even if it's that makes
0: sense. That's kind of what I thought of. But then what I mean is like the logo on the Jersey Mm -hmm. would technically be the same as the hockey team. So, then would they be able to use the logo even though it's not their property anymore? I
1: feel like they probably could because they could say, well, we own that logo because we used it in our movie before.
0: Okay. So With they just have stupid. shared use of it? I'm just because, kidding. you know, they're doing all the retro jerseys in the NHL right now. Yeah. And so the Ducks have an old school jersey from around the time of the Mighty Ducks movies. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Yeah, I'm just guessing. Listeners
0: are like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We lost
1: them. We lost our listeners.
0: Who won the Super Bowl? (laughs) All
1: right. Um, Okay, so we gave a rating. Let's talk about the next one. Skylines.
0: (laughs) There's more than one.
1: Yes. Uh, This is actually Skyline 3. And if you didn't catch it,
0: it's Skylines.
1: You put a 3 instead of the E.
0: You know, I was thinking about this. I was like, why didn't they just call it Skyline with a three? Why do you have Uh, to have the S?
1: Fair enough. (laughs) A lot of of Fs in there. Write them along a strongly worded letter. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we watched this on Amazon Prime Video. It actually premiered at London Fright Fest Film Festival last year, October 25th. And it released in theaters and on Apple TV December 18th of this last year. This was in year. theaters? Apparently. No way. I mean, it was December was, 18th, so...
0: This was definitely a VOD
1: quality it, it, movie. Yeah, it claims... And that's not to say it's bad. Yeah, it claims to have been released to theaters. But to be fair, I don't know what theaters because it was December well, of last year. So. It could
0: also be that, like... It, Theaters were picking up what they could, yes, for cheap, probably just to to stay afloat, right? Yes. So that's possible. They just maybe smaller movies like this got more access to theater releasing.
1: Yes, this is the third movie in the franchise, if you call it a franchise. I don't really know. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it is, right? Yeah, it's multiple movies.
1: Yeah. Um. So the description for this movie has mild spoilers for the first two. So if you haven't seen the first two and you give a shit. Just don't listen for the next, like, 60 seconds.
0: It's really not that big <laughs> a know, deal. I know, I'm
1: just being silly. Um, okay, so the main character for this movie is Rose, whose biological father was the guy from the first movie, who, but she was then adopted by Frank Grillo's character in the second movie and she has hybrid dna somehow because her biological dad never lost never gained never lost control of his brain after he became a pilot as they call him basically whenever the human brain is taken over by mm-hmm. these in aliens they call it a pilot yeah. um So, that's her backstory. She's got hybrid DNA, and so she's, like, the leader of Earth's forces fighting back against the Armada, which is what they call the alien species. Mm.
0: It's funny, because, so the first movie was, like, a straight blockbuster-type theater movie, right? (laughs) Yeah. And then second and third, it basically did, like, the whole Starship Troopers approach, where the first one was a legitimate movie, and then the ones were, like, basically independent, low-budget films. Yes, yeah. I'm enjoying them, but I really wish they just had that blockbuster budget to them, because... They're good, but just imagine if they actually had some money to put behind them.
1: Yeah, definitely. And she is, her second in command is her adopted brother, Trent, who is one of the pilots who has been freed from the events of the second movie.
0: And he was the actual
1: The actual son biological son of Frank Gillette. Of
0: the second movie's Yes, dad. correct. So Which I didn't even know until we saw the recap in this movie that that yes. was Frank Grillo.
1: Yes, I do not remember.
0: He's also skinnier looking. Like, yes. So, he's not quite crossbones.
1: Yeah. Um, I legitimately forgot that he was in the second movie. I also forgot, like, most of the storyline from the second movie. Because mm. I remember the first one, and then, like, the second one was a little bit foggier for me. Yeah,
0: I just remember they had the alien dagger gun swords.
1: Yes. <laughs> they also, <laughs> By also the way kind of... they,
0: they were, like, really bad props. <laughs>
1: they also kind of looked like, like crab claws. Yeah, half of them. <laughs> yeah. So, alright. Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. The special effects were a little iffy in some cases. Um, it could have could have been better, obviously. But the story was it was entertaining. If you mm-hmm. are familiar with the franchise, you'll probably like it.
0: Well, if you're familiar with the franchise, this took a completely left turn. Like it, yeah. it, just, it expanded the universe of what this whole franchise is yeah. tenfold.
2: Yeah, that's and, true.
0: I mean, it's not a bad thing, but yeah. it, it gets very um, Halo-y, I guess, if that's <laughs> the way you could describe it. That's
1: a good point. <laughs>
0: Uh, but I, I do enjoy it. Uh, it, it was fun. The CGI was not the greatest at times, but it worked, mm-hmm. especially when you're watching it on Netflix. Yes. It's not something you paid for. So exactly. it's like whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I do kind of hope that maybe this is something that Netflix invests in, you know, they're throwing money everywhere. So I guess they're probably not now. They they got a big billion dollars to pay Sony, but <laughs> yeah. Netflix, if you're not too busy paying off that Sony deal. <laughs>
1: Maybe funnel a few extra yeah, dollars. Give
0: us a little <laughs> bit more money. Maybe like fifty more bucks. Get yeah. it a little bit better. I don't know. Fifty bucks should probably do right? Tree-fitty. About tree fitting. <laughs> About tree fitting. Make it tree fitting.
1: Yeah, it could use a little bit of work, but overall it was very it was enjoyable. So I'd say it's worth checking out. Yeah, it's sure. got
0: definitely got the job done for yeah. sci fi fans. Yeah.
1: And, and it's fun to see something I don't know, it's I always feel like it's a little bit more I don't know, it's different it's a different experience watching something that's quote unquote connected to another story. Mm-hmm. Because you have that extra thought process that goes in your head. Like, well, how is this related to that? And then it's like you get your imagination going, I guess. hmm Yeah. So it was kind of fun. So
0: kind of like what the MCU does.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason they're so successful. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> I think what I really like about these movies is like the... There's like the concept of the aliens being just like... They just steal the brains out of... They're basically just bodies that are like swapping brains, right? So the Yeah,
1: it's odd. They they it's like they steal the brain and the brainstem and use it to power these like drones that exactly. they make. So you don't really see that many alien like actual alien bodies.
0: It had a lot better of a plot than I thought it was gonna have, to be honest. It started out kind of cheesy, but like it kinda had some surprising I don't say twists, but like it had more thought behind it than I thought it was going to have. Yeah, I agree. That was just gonna be like a cheesy sci fi movie. But I really yeah. ended up enjoying, enjoying this a lot. So yeah. Same. Um, I'll give it. I'll give it a slice. It like it, it's worth watching. I probably won't go back and watch it again, but it does want me hoping there's more to this franchise that has like a bigger backing behind it at some point.
1: Right. Yeah. I am also going to slice this one. I enjoyed it and would totally watch another one. <laughs> I'm still interested in the franchise. Is what I'm. Trying I mean, to say. I
0: honestly, I'm just gonna go back and watch the first and second one again yeah. just to try and better tie everything and yeah. get a better grasp on what we just watched.
1: Yeah. Alright. Last up, we watched Thunder Force. This uh, came out on April 9th to Netflix. And this is about, basically, in a world terrorized by supervillains, a woman develops a way to give superpowers to regular people to fight against them. It is written, produced, directed, etc. by Ben Falcone. There's other roles as well. And the Cast include Octavia Spencer, um, Melissa McCarthy, and even Vivian Falcone, who is Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone's daughter, played Melissa McCarthy's character as a 12 year old. So that was appropriate. Hmm. She did really good. <laughs> uh, and Jason Bateman is in it as Jerry the Crab, which is fucking great. And uh, Bami Cannavale and Pom Clementi play roles as well. So. That was fun. I hadn't seen Palm Clementief since uh I guess endgame.
0: I mean I don't think I've seen her in anything else.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was my point. <laughs> it's nice to so, see her in something else. Yes. Without antennae. I know she's been in other
0: things, but I can't think what if I've seen anything that she's been in other yeah. than the MCU
2: stuff.
1: Yes. Um, so I mean this sounds like a basic superhero plot line but it's a little bit more complicated than that because the women that end up with powers are in their 40s and not your typical superheroes. Let's mm. just go with that.
0: <laughs> well, the whole world building concept of the, like these super beings is it, it's very it's an interesting take because yeah. it's it's the cliche like oh some fucking asteroid or something hit uh-huh. earth and fucking the
1: radiation
2: target some kind of whatever. energy
0: from it fucking gave people with certain gene slices powers, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of a cool take, and then I liked how they kind of went further with it wasn't just anybody it was like people who are like essentially a correlation with sociopaths, yeah, so it it gives you now this narrative of like, oh, they're all fucking pieces of shit, all and assholes. like none of them yeah. are gonna be heroes they're yes. all now you have all these people with powers who are just essentially going to become criminals. Yes. Because now they have the ability to... Or
1: already are. Yeah. yeah,
0: Now they have no reason to not do what they want because they can't be stopped.
1: Mm -hmm. So this one has a lot of um, exposition. There's a lot of backstory between the two women as their children growing up as friends and how they met and all of that and their Mm -hmm. relationship and how they get to where they are as adults. Um, So that was interesting to see but it, i not, i
0: will say that i feel like that was probably the sluggish part yeah i feel like it took a little too long to get to them being as adults and yeah. the point of building the thunder force team that they are right, yeah um
1: it, it's basically they took all this time explaining their childhood relationship to show you that octavia spencer is the smart friend and melissa mccarthy is mm-hmm. the uh reckless charming slacker with the heart of gold that she always mm-hmm. plays it, yeah her yeah. <laughs> Her character, character. her literal character, that's what she is, Mm. so, um,
0: I feel like even some of the jokes were literally what she's done in other movies,
1: yeah, probably, very similar, at least, (laughs) I did love some of the jokes they had the daughter say, though, or the, the young version of her say, Mm. they were great, maybe they're funnier coming out of a child's mouth, I'm not sure, but
2: yeah
0: yeah so. I think the one thing that I thought was kind of weird was they put all this emphasis on them growing this relationship as kids, mm-hmm. and then it's like the simplest little thing that pushes them apart, yeah and until they're adults, and it's like that was all it took to yeah. ruin this bond that you've just shown that they've had, yeah, and I thought that was kind of like a misstep in in the story,
1: yeah. I assume... I,
0: I get what they were going for,
1: yeah. but... I think there were probably more events that happened. We were just supposed to understand that that was the last straw. But still, if you're really friends, mm-hmm. that's not how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like somebody steals your boyfriend. Yeah, Then you tell them to go fuck themselves, you mm-hmm. know? It's not something like, you didn't wake me up. <laughs> um. So yeah, that part of the story was not definitely not the most important part. I think that the best part of this movie was uh jason bateman in my opinion
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i could see
1: his character he's in a lot
0: of stuff with her they must be like good friends right they are yeah uh, they did that like identity theft or whatever movie
1: yeah (laughs) they've done a few things
0: i was gonna say now i can't think of anything else so like did they just do one movie and no they've done a few things it's not just that
1: (laughs) they talk like they're really good friends Mm. because when i was listening to that podcast like she was on as a guest uh, oh on his on uh smart list. Smartless? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Not an ad.
1: <laughs> not an ad, but you know <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's they're obviously yeah. a really good team. And
0: I do love that his character, um, he's not even they have different variations of these beings. So like yeah. he's not even technically what they the other characters yeah. are. He's yeah. like a radioactive crab bit me. Yeah. Like, like, I think
1: it's a coincidence. Clearly making a
0: joke on Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somehow all it did was just give him crab arms. Nothing else.
1: But I love it. Allegedly. Also, we
0: don't know what's uh, yeah, below. We knows? don't know what's below yeah. the boat.
1: But, like, also the fact that all he has is crab arms, but he still has so many other other mannerisms of crabs. Mm-hmm. He still walks sideways. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, he runs away. He's like, ah... <laughs> yeah. He he reminded me of like God. I want to see a live action Futurama with Zoidberg.
1: Yes, Weidberg. why not <laughs> He
0: really should have had that line in this movie.
1: Absolutely, yeah. No, it was pretty funny. It,
0: it reminded me of South Park, the crab people. Yep. Every time he fucking walked by, it was yeah. crab people. Oh, crab crab, crab people.
1: people look like crab. Talk like people. I Wasn't like...
0: it taste like crab? Look like no. no
1: anyway (laughs) um so yeah there's a i mean this this movie got poor reviews but i feel like i don't know who's looking at this judging it Mm -hmm. like well well, the cinematography was the other
0: movie she had too that was a something intelligent super intelligence whatever on hbo max yeah i don't recall that doing that well either i think it was at least average. I don't know if it yeah. did really well. I think she's just a very particular humor. Yes. You have to just either like her or, you, or you not. If you think
1: she's funny and you're entertained by her humor, then you will like this. Cuz it's or whether maybe cuz that was also wasn't that also Ben Falcone that directed that?
2: Yeah. And, so and, it's and possible
1: he, that it's him that people don't like. I don't know. It's both. Mm-hmm. But either way, I mean, way. if we're
0: going to talk about Couples who make movies with each other constantly. they they... They mark up higher than...
1: They are higher than uh, Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Jovovich. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I would still watch theirs more.
0: In fact, give me me Resident (laughs) Evil with them. With them.
1: (laughs) That would be very interesting. Give me
0: a Melissa McCarthy as Jill Valentine.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean... I
0: might even tweet it to her. Hey. Yeah. How do they feel about being Jill Valentine?
1: <laughs> do it. Don't and worry. That...
0: Legally, your husband has to direct.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. That's and all Capcom wants. Yeah.
0: They don't care about the plot. Just make sure that it's a husband-wife combo.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I thought it was fun. It was entertaining. Yeah. And...
0: I... And I know that I just uh, this is me being an old person, and I have to just deal with society doing this.
1: Oh, I know what you're gonna say.
0: I could not fucking believe out of any fucking movie, this one had Fortnite references. Yep. So many and product placement. Yeah. Epic. What? What market have you not gotten enough people playing your fucking game yet? I don't understand. <laughs> Who's watching this movie and, and has not either played your game yet yeah. or cares to play your I fucking game? I feel like they're
1: going to start, like, inc- infiltrating, like, Viagra commercials and shit. Like, they're just going to go all over the place. Yeah. Like, the it's gonna, They're going to
0: start being in Pornhub porn movies. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, the guy's the just guys doing just the do floss the while he's banging <laughs> a chick.
1: <laughs> or a chick's doing that, but they're dicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's just jerking guys off with the function? floss dance?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Sorry. Somebody,
0: some if anybody who directs porn is listening to this, we want a cut of that <laughs> profit you make from that. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. We, we want some of that money.
1: It's probably gonna be a lot of money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pornhub strikes a deal with us for a billion dollars. <laughs>
1: Just keep coming up with those ideas. They're yeah. so ridiculous. They're making so much money. Yeah.
0: What if you had a, a robot that transforms into your vagina?
1: <laughs> There's a whole series of pornos <laughs> that are just, each one is a different Fortnite dance. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can do this one. Oh my
2: god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like how you're just like, this one. Proving you don't even know what the fuck these dances do you? are. Do no, okay. I, all I know is The Floss. I'm
1: actually proud that I don't know. And the only
0: reason I know the name of it is because one of our friend's kids, I think, yeah. called it The Floss at like a, hel- a holiday party yeah. or something.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's the only I, kn- I learned about it. Yeah. And maybe Endgame called it that too. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <sighs> but it's just...
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I imagine any child is already playing Fortnite. Like, I don't understand who they're marketing to. Like, you don't have to convince a kid... That you exist. Like They just come out of vaginas knowing this now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They come out of vaginas knowing this. Did we already rate this movie? I can't remember.
0: I don't think we have. Okay. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I'm going to slice it.
0: (laughs) I'll slice it too. I I did enjoy it. I do wish that they spent more time on them as Thunder Force. Yeah. I want to say like Tropic Force (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I do think it got a little slow in the beginning, and it, it it took time to, like, get to where it needed to be. But I did enjoy the dynamic with with Melissa McCarthy's character mm-hmm. and Jason Bateman's character. Like, their yeah. whole, like, their weird. opposite ends of yeah. this, like, superhero, supervillain thing. But yeah. they're also, like, sexually attracted to each other, which was very odd. <laughs> it was so weird. I couldn't tell if she was truly attracted to him yeah. or she was just... Attracted to the idea of eating that. giant crab arms,
1: <laughs> yeah. She puts butter on him.
0: Like it's a little morbid that you yeah. like, are like putting butter on his arms. Yeah,
1: it was. Like he, was he should it, be concerned. He was into it. So. He should be concerned. Yeah, he should.
0: But uh who are we to judge? You yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We <laughs>
1: don't have crab arms. <laughs> Thankfully. Obviously, I
0: don't. I don't have women with superpowers. Fucking
1: putting butter all over you putting butter on me (laughs) yeah well (laughs) all right uh that is it for what we watched this week don't forget to check out our bonus episode about uh the falcon and the winter soldier part four it'll be about episode four obviously um which will be posted separately and if you're still listening thank you we appreciate you don't forget to rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcast service especially if it's itunes or apple Podcasts, because that matters to for some reason and uh don't forget to follow us on twitter at dtfpod follow us on facebook dissecting this fiction podcast is what our group is named and check out our website dtfcast.com or send us an email directly at dtfpod at gmail.com and stick around for our gaming section all right let's get into our gaming news
0: I have some exciting news for you, actually. You within do? Within the releases. Please tell. Ish. Okay. PlayStation Now, which is a service we do not have, but could get for $10 a month if we wanted to try it. Okay. Has recently added Marvel's Avengers. Oh. The Square Enix game that has had many problems. Yes. Keeping a audience mm-hmm. of gamers. Mm-hmm. That is available on on the service. You can play it. Unfortunately, here's the problem. It is the PS4 version, not the PS5 version. I see. So you're not getting that quality okay. uh, in the aspect of playing it.
1: So does PS Now work the same as Plus, where you still have the game after it's no longer on there? No.
0: You have to uh... keep the service. It's basically a Game Pass, but not as good. Okay. It's It's like a... They have a lot of stuff, but it's a lot of older stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This is like a big deal if this is on there, but it also says a lot about the game struggling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, which then makes me hope that. Is this going to be on Game Pass then? I hope so. <laughs> because, because that we would be cool. Have
1: that.
0: Yeah, because we <laughs> yeah. already have that. And that's where I'm going to torn with this because I don't really want to pay for PS now just to play this game. Right. And I definitely don't want to play the version that doesn't have the better performance and and graphics and all that stuff, right? So I'm kind of just hoping maybe we can hold out and see if it drops in price or or hits Game Pass or something. I don't know. Yeah. This is like the big thing, though, is like Xbox is killing it with Game Pass, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a perfect example because this is a game that would be considered that caliber, right? Uh, It's a bigger brand Mm -hmm. that you would think would get people to, to PlayStation now. Yeah. But you can't even give the upgrade... Yeah, with that service, really weird. I mean, Xbox had the smart delivery function that they've been doing, and it's been great. Where they just, it just knows which version you should be having, and they just give it to you. It, you know, yeah. there's no weird loopholes on which version you're going to have. Yeah. So this is like a win loss, I think, for people. It's a win if you want to try it out because that's you could literally play the entire campaign and more depending on the time you have for ten bucks or. It's a loss because you
1: still can't. Still
0: can't play it <laughs> unless you get the service. Yeah. Uh, and then you're only getting the PS4 version if you have a PS five. Right. So uh on top of that, Borderlands three is also available on PlayStation now. So that's cool for people who want to play that.
1: Cool.
0: Uh very fun game. We've played the campaign. We're still working on DLC. <laughs> yeah.
1: Years later. <laughs> yes, years later.
0: Uh and that also is in the same situation where you're only getting the PS4 version. Okay. Uh, supposedly Sony has some strategy that they're, they've they got something in the works to compete with Game Pass. But I don't know. We'll see. They've been very passionate that they want to sell their games, not yeah. subscribe them. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the future. Mm-hmm. The market's changing, so the companies will have to as well.
1: Yeah, and they, they are changing, but we'll talk a little bit. A little bit more about that later.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Switch, I, I don't, I didn't see any big title stuff, but they do have another battle royale game to compete with Fortnite. Obviously, a <laughs> uh, Pac Man Ninety Nine is coming to. Actually, I don't know. It might even be out for the Switch already. Yeah, as of the seventh, it's out. So, if you remember, they did a Mario Super Mario Brothers. 99 or something like that, mm. right? Or no, Tetris 99 and then yes. the Mario Brothers, I don't remember the name.
1: Some that, number. But yeah. it
0: was a competitive Mario Brothers game. It okay. was basically a battle royale but be better at playing a Mario level than everybody else.
2: Okay. It had
0: some features that you could push challenges into other people's game mm. by doing stuff. But um this is basically the same thing where you can eat ghosts in a certain strategy to then impact other players, Pac Man game, and you gotta be the last one to survive. Yeah. And then you are the ultimate Pac Man. Yeah. I just made that line up. I don't know if that's a thing. (laughs) But you're better than ninety nine of them.
2: Right, of course.
0: That of course is available with the Switch online service, so it'll be free if you have that. AKA you gotta pay for it through the service. Yep. All right, a couple of delays or just I guess in this case a pause Resident Evil Verse, which is that really uh disappointing in my opinion multiplayer mode that they announced for the celebration of Resident Evil. Mhm. Uh it's go it apparently it's been in open beta testing. Did not know this. Yeah. Uh but they had to put that on they had to suspend that because they've had issues with the game online for people testing it. So. They didn't really go into the details about what the problems were, but yeah. anybody who was playing it, I guess, would know. Uh, so, yeah, they just basically have that on hold, which, I mean, says a lot about, you know, maybe it's not meant to be. hmm. Maybe just give us a real fucking normal Resident Evil game instead.
1: <laughs> You're not better.
0: <laughs> just an idea. I don't know. <laughs> give us Code Veronica remake. I don't know. Yeah. Death Loop. Yes. The game was just delayed recently. Now it's delayed again. We will not be seeing this until September 14th of this year. I think it was going to come out in May or something like that. After its delay.
1: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Um, this is the game where you basically go through assassinating people and you have to do it in a particular order or else they keep coming back. Or yeah. It's like a time loop situation. Yeah. Hence, death loop.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Seemed interesting, but... Um, I kind of also feel like it's a Game Pass game for me.
1: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It seems like I said before. I think it reminds me of Super Hot, mm-hmm. at least in the general concept. So, and that's a total Game yeah. Pass game. Yeah, and to
0: of me. course the developer had the same song and dance for their reason for Ooh, delay. Oh, want
1: to make the best quality game. Yeah, yeah.
0: We owe it to the gamer to come out with the best possible. Yeah. All right. Uh, some positive news for playstation fans though because there will be a lot of negatives coming up uh there's a game announced for ps5 as an exclusive called abandoned it's the description uh the description is jason longfield okay <laughs> i just now realize that's probably like a gimmick off of uh resident evil redfield yeah uh who wakes up in a forest alone with no clue how he got there uncovers a sinister purpose behind his being brought to the forest and must fight his way to safety.
1: They might have well have just named him Bluefield.
0: Bluefield. <laughs> or Greenfield. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it is a survival horror game, apparently. Yeah. So So, uh, the, the developer is Bluebox, so yeah, why didn't they go to Bluefield. Bluefield? Yeah. Uh, and this game is apparently in early development and set for a Q4 2021 release. It's, Which, those are very contradicting those statements. don't go together. Yeah. <laughs> This game is definitely getting delayed, if that's the case. 100%.
1: Yeah. That's interesting.
0: Yes. All right. Uh, Moving into the kind of the same topic of PlayStation versus Xbox with the situation of online services, Game Pass particularly. Mm -hmm. Uh, MLB The Show, which has always been a PlayStation exclusive, probably the only baseball simulator game that's been on the market for a long time. Is now going to be on day one, with launch, releasing on Game Pass for Xbox. So just to summarize, a game that has been deemed for many years a PlayStation exclusive, yeah, is going to be free, within having the service, right, on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Whereas PlayStation owners will have to pay seventy dollars for the game.
1: Oh. That's a little awkward. This is
0: very awkward. And <laughs> this did not go over well with much of the PlayStation community.
1: Yeah. They all...
0: Xbox them. fans...
1: Are pretty jazzed about it. Probably
0: pretty jazzed about this yeah. news. Even if you don't give a shit about baseball. Yeah. This guy.
1: Yeah. You're like, cool, another free game. <laughs> uh,
0: I'll probably never play it. Yeah. but like it, just, it was a humorous scenario. Right. And I... Th- on the on the concept of having this available for both platforms I think it's great because then you have you know baseball fans on both sides being able to play a game that's been deemed high quality for the baseball gamer I guess Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's this, crazy.
0: this is a game that like I think struggled too for a while Obviously the reason that this is available on Xbox is because it's a contractual game with Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Sony doesn't technically own the game. Right. They just own publishing rights mm-hmm. to make the game for the MLB. Yeah. In fact, I think there was a, a time a few years ago where it, it was questionable whether this game franchise was going to get canceled because they just didn't have enough money coming in.
1: Yeah, I remember
2: that. That's
0: when it turned to multi-platform. hmm So that was big news in itself that it was going to be on Xbox for the first time. And I think that news came out in 2019 for the 2021 game. So yeah. it was like a long time since that news until we got to this point. Yeah. And now you're getting this big news that it's on fucking Game Pass, which is just insane. Yeah. to think about. Of course, Major League Baseball just started up its season, right? So coincidence, I think not, right? Yeah. This, this is a this is a very clever way of marketing your brand to not just get baseball fans to go play on your service for you know game pass but also to get gamers to go check out a baseball game right that they may never have even thought of because they didn't have playstation yeah and now they might enjoy it and now they might get into baseball like this is a win-win for both mlb and microsoft yeah This is great.
1: I have no interest in this game. (laughs) I don't either. But it sounds like it's got... I
0: don't either, but it's great for... Good
1: financial implications, at least for both parties. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, bad news for anybody who plays on PlayStation. I'm sorry. But you know what? You can also go get an Xbox. Maybe some Game Pass.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if you time it right, the Xbox will probably come with a little bit of Game Pass.
0: It depends on the console. Because the Series X, didn't. we didn't get one with the Series X. I was a little surprised by that. That is weird. But, I mean, literally, Game Pass is always, for new subscribers, a dollar entrance.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, trial, right? It's so damn cheap. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to be on PC's side of Game Pass. If it is, then that's even easier access, right? Pay a dollar to play it on PC. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's on the PC side, but we'll see. Yeah. Outriders didn't do that. But, yes. Uh, More bad news for Sony fans. Well, good and bad news. Yeah. Uh... They are going to be skipping E3 this year, yet again. They skipped last year. Yeah. Or, last year, it was all compl- everybody skipped. It yeah, was canceled. the year before. The year before, they skipped. Yeah. And I think they had skipped a year at some point before that, even.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, they will not be joining E3 this year, and they're all digital events. Uh, Xbox and Nintendo will, apparently. Hmm. Along with Capcom, Ubisoft, Konami, and WB Games. So, they're, they're all, you know, we usually see them. Which is interesting with Ubisoft because they had their Ubi Forward event last year. Yes. Obviously, E3 didn't exist. Yeah. So I'm curious if they're still going to have some kind of event themselves or if they're going to just wear with E3 the whole event. Uh, but along with Sony, EA will not be joining E3 this year. Of course, they had their EA, uh, what the fuck was it called? EA Access or something like that? Yes, Access. Probably not that. We're probably oh. just saying that's what oh, it okay. is. okay.
1: It sounds right.
0: No, I feel like that's just a service they have. Whatever it's called. EA had a fucking event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Square Enix is not joining. Of course, they've been doing a lot of their own little events lately. EA Play? EA Play. That's what it was called. Yeah. Something else that was generic. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Sega won't be there.
1: I know. Oh. Oh, okay. no. They're still around.
0: There. We won't see a <laughs> Sonic demo. Not even a Sonic game. Just like a third-party generic game that Sonic's in or something. Right. <laughs> um, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about this. Of course, E3 is going to be June 12th through 15th for anybody who cares.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you surprised by this? Do you think it's a big deal whether Sony's there or not? Do, I mean... No. We're kind of at the point where digital events are kind of the forefront now, right? We're not going to... I mean, even if the pandemic comes to an end... Well, not to an end, but... To a state that you can go to <laughs> conventions right it it feels like the more financially stable and logical route is digital events at this point, yeah, right 100%, like there's no yeah. reason to e three is not cheap for. For developers and publishers and all that to, like, make their booths. Th- those things are so fucking expensive.
1: Yeah, they're a lot. So it doesn't make sense. Honestly, I'd be shocked if we didn't see more of these events really permanently shift to more digital mm-hmm. things. Well, I
0: mean, like we saw last year, like, they all basically splintered into their own smaller things all throughout the same week or summer even. We saw month span of different events. Sony specifically had their own event event that they I think that there's a point that they had like over a million consistent viewers on the PS5 reveal event. Wow. I mean, they did really well with that. So, obviously we're not going to be that big of a uh event with PlayStation this year because the console's out, there's there's no big hype in that aspect, mm-hmm. but you know, people will be expecting some big name drop of a, a, a AAA game yeah, exclusive, whatever that Sony's got be under their sleeve. So we're going to see a conference from Sony. It's just going to be whenever they decide to do it.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I'm kind of more just surprised that Xbox and Nintendo are even doing it at E3. I guess it's because they know that they'll get the forefront of the publicity, mm-hmm. but they really don't even need to themselves, right? Microsoft is in a really good position this year. It looked like PlayStation was going to dominate with the PS5, but so far, between all the the little things with the consoles and the games and stuff, Game Pass specifically, having all these titles coming now that are big AAA, we're seeing a shift, I think. We are seeing a shift, especially in the journalism side of gaming. Yeah. A lot of people that were pro-PlayStation... Where their primary consoles are, are starting to say, you know what, uh, I game third party on Xbox now, yeah, and I only do PlayStation 4 exclusives, mm-hmm. which is kind of what we've done, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. It seems like they have a very specific road they're going down.
0: So hopefully Sony has like a, a big game plan mm-hmm. to compete with Microsoft as far as Game Pass.
1: Yeah, I am very curious to know what they're planning to do as their counter to game pass because based on previous reports it seems like they have reiter- they've told reporters multiple times they're interested in selling their games not subscribing mm-hmm, them, exactly like you said um, and they've even gone so far as saying the company has informed developers it no longer wants to produce smaller games that are only successful in Japan this is from Bloomberg.
0: Yeah, they they just shut down Japan Studio.
1: Yes, and which is
0: insane because they had some great quality games,
1: like Gravity Rush and Everybody's Golf. Which I don't give a fuck about Everybody's Golf, but Gravity Rush. Mm-hmm. I played one set of. But Con- Everybody's Golf conference. was a popular
0: game. Yeah, I'm it sure may, it may be a smaller market, but it.
1: Yeah, they're successful, but like lesser known mm. but successful games, and mm. they're like yeah we're we don't they just reorganize that. I know
0: I know it's a butt of the joke typically um in the gaming community, but knack was a franchise that they did mm-hmm. the first game was very cartoony and cheesy, but the second game I think did a lot better hmm they had a bigger budget, I think, and they made it a co-op mode and it it's, yeah it's a better experience and I remember we played that at um one of the E3s and
2: yeah
0: or maybe it was well, even PSX placed PSX yeah before they erased that whole from yeah they pretend existence. that doesn't
1: exist yeah so this is all of these things seem like they're part of a bigger situation going on there's a couple of other things that happened um as part of multiple different Bloomberg and a couple other articles that kind of talk about the same issue where um, it seems like Sony is doing a big, giant reorganization of their whole entity mm. rather than, like, individual offices.
0: Well, I mean, they've changed who's in charge, right? Yeah. It's no longer Sean Layden, you know, and he right. was a big push with all of the, the success that they had
2: mm-hmm. in the
0: past decade, at least. Right, So, yeah. it's definitely changed. It feels more, not to say they're not doing well, but it does feel like... We're going back to like when the PS2 was so successful and popular to where it went with the PS3. It did shift back by the end of the PS3 cycle, but the beginning of that thing, it was it was it was cocky Mm -hmm. Sony, and they were making a lot of missteps.
2: Okay, PS4
0: they really redeemed, and they put the gamer first, and they put all their you know focus on smaller titles Mm -hmm. and and the the experience for for gamers yeah now it feels like ps5 is shifting back to that ps3 mindset uh we are on top we don't really need to worry granted they have a different person in charge now mm-hmm. but um
1: yeah they actually had um uh bend studio r- the one that did days gone one of the games you'll enjoy mm-hmm. um they fairly recently pitched a sequel to days gone but it was rejected was it last year um and so basically they counter offered the opportunity to work with Naughty Dog on a multiplayer project and a new Uncharted game. But then the Bend Studios leadership was a little bit worried because it was like, Are they trying to absorb us into Naughty Dog? Like we're not we don't want to do that. And so they were like, Yeah, we can just We not, don't want
0: to bend. We don't want to bend.
1: Will. Yeah, exactly. So they ended up asking to be removed from those projects. So now they have um a multiplayer project of their own, I believe. Um, but that's just an example of it seems like they're doing this weird consolidation or mm. whatever. Um, and that's
0: sad because that means I mean, with the fact that they rejected Days Gone 2. Uh, yeah. I've said it a billion times. Yeah. I loved that game. Yeah. It needs to have a sequel. Yeah, I hope that that is not something that's it's never happening. And I hope that it can be reconsidered at some point because that would be a franchise that I think they could really build off of.
1: Yeah I hope it's not off the table entirely it, it may have just been about timing who knows Um, but they did also have some other interesting stuff going so another game that people enjoy from uh PlayStation or on the subject of Naughty Dog as it were is The Last of Us and it basically this is where this whole all this information stemmed from is it comes out that Uh, Sony is reportedly giving The Last of Us a remake for PS5.
0: Which is completely unnecessary. Yeah, it's
1: so unnecessary. Will it look
0: gorgeous? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Will it probably be amazing gameplay? Because they're going to probably update, I assume, to what The Last of Us 2 has done. Mm -hmm. Of course it's going to be good. But they already had a remaster. Of course it was 2014. But they've added updates to that stuff. Yeah. I've played a little bit of it recently. And the load times on The Last of Us remaster are insanely good the graphics are gorgeous and i'm talking the ps4 not just on the ps5 yeah it doesn't need
1: no it totally doesn't It need does it. not need it it's right completely now. unnecessary but we did get some more information from this subject which is kind of interesting to see if it hints at where sony is going um basically there was a subsidiary or a, a sub company within sony called visual arts service group in it's a Sony-owned studio in San Diego that mainly does, like, support work for animation and mm-hmm. um, different development stuff that's, like, it helps rather than being the primary project. So um, they... And they've worked on um, bigger projects like Spider-Man or some of the Uncharted games, of mm-hmm. course. About three years ago, Michael Mumbauer, who was the former director of that group and around 30 other individuals formed a new dev team they wanted that was within that group that they wanted to start having more creative control and doing their own projects this group never had a name they never really officially like formed but they like had this group hmm. <laughs> that was doing stuff together and they kind of unofficially were able to start working they were unofficially greenlit to work on the last of us remake for ps5 but it was never made official on paper and all of this shit, right? So they never got any extra funding or any extra anything. And so, of course, they weren't able to do anything about it. because So you, it
0: was basically busy work because they didn't have a real project for yeah, them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because they wanted to do it. They were like, we want to do this. And they were like, yeah, fucking go for it. But we're not yeah. going to give you anything extra. Uh, we're not
0: paying you, though. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> you
1: can do that on your own time, <laughs> fuckers. Um, <laughs> Clock out
0: when you make the game. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so that team has actually basically uh, disbanded, mostly, by this point. And most of the people that were on that team don't even work for the company anymore, entirely. Like, they're, they're just gone. And it's from that news that we learned that this Last of Us remake was handed over to Naughty Dog. So.
0: Which, I mean, they obviously are the parent company that created the original game, and it yeah. makes sense that they would have control of the property since it's really their... Yeah. ...concept, but it just again it doesn't need a fucking remake right now
1: yeah it's not there no yet. matter
0: how great it can be it just put the sources the resources to something new
2: mhm
0: you need new titles you can't just live off of the same few franchises i guarantee what it is is they're trying to cross promote with the hbo series i yeah. guarantee that's what this is they want to have it probably ready to go when that series comes out yeah and so the people who watch that series and have no fucking clue about the game... Yeah. ...will go and buy the new one. hmm And then all the people who, like, just love the series in general will go buy the remake. You know, because you're going to have a percent of those fucking fans. This, you know, Sony fanboys who are just yeah. like, well, it's Sony. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I don't know if I really would buy this, to be honest. I would probably wait for it to go on sale or PlayStation Plus. I, I don't know if I would really want to buy a whole nother fucking version. Because it... it it sounds like they could be completely changing, like, stuff in the game. Like, how it plays out, right? Like... Yeah. At that point, it's a different game with the same fucking label.
1: Right. And that is actually one of the reasons why I feel like having it be done by a different dev team would be better. Because if you're going to be changing things anyway, change it from Give a different somebody point else of view. a different
0: perspective, yeah.
1: Yeah. Let somebody else...
0: Which is the whole idea of the HBO series, yes. right? Yeah. And, you know, and that's another thing. So, if this is a tie-in, are they going to, like... Essentially make the character models be Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey? Oh. Or is it going to be the traditional character designs of the game? Like Um, how far would they possibly change this fucking game?
1: I bet you're right. They're going to do that. And slap
0: the same label on it.
1: They're going to model it after the HBO series. And it's going to be trash. (laughs) Because usually when it's modeled after TV or movies, it's not good.
0: Well, I mean, it's the same writer's... I'm, well, it's the Chernobyl guy, and then it's the... That's fair. Neil Druckmann, who yeah. does The Last of Us for the game. Yeah. So, it's not like they won't be able to have the same quality story. It's mm-hmm. just... It may feel a little forced, because they're like, well, we have to have something different. Yeah. But then, what's the point of doing a remake if you're changing everything? Yeah. It's not a remake, then. You're just saying it's a remake, and it's a different fucking game.
1: <laughs> true. Very true.
0: I don't know. It, it, we're going to just have to wait for more news on this. It just... I I don't know. The bigger upset story for me is days gone too not being a thing personally, yeah. but we'll, we'll ho-
1: see. Hopefully, they'll find another time that seems better to get them to reconsider.
0: Uh, some good news for Sony though. Yeah. If you are waiting for it, you might even be able to I play. Was. You might yeah. even be able to play the Last of Us remake on your phone at some point.
1: That would be dumb because apparently
0: <laughs> Sony is adventuring into the mobile market. Uh, And they are, this was all found out by a position opening for a head of mobile. So the description is a head of mobile will own and develop the mobile game strategy for PlayStation Studios and help build a foundation for future growth opportunities. Uh, They're looking for somebody that has a focus on successfully adapting PlayStation's most popular franchises for mobile. So that tells me it could go Two different ways. They could be just trying to bring shit they already have over to mobile. Yeah, that's
1: what it sounds like.
0: Or they could be trying to make new games with old existing properties for mobile. I feel like... Whether it be a remake form or just a brand new story and whatever.
1: My first instinct is something like the Walking Dead mobile game.
0: I wouldn't want that.
1: I'm not saying I would want it, but I... I mean,
0: mobile games have this taboo of... They're always implied to be cash grab, yes. microtransaction heavy. Yeah. The gameplay is designed to just want you to spend money so because you, you're impatient with having to yeah. play it the way that it's designed, right? Yeah, correct. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many fucking games. I, I've downloaded a few games recently that like had my attention. I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Downloaded it. The trailer that they gave you for what this game is Nothing like is it. not at all what the fucking game is. Yeah. Like I do not even play what I thought I was gonna play. Yeah, it's completely different.
1: Yep, because the ad they give you is like some tiny mini game that has nothing to do exactly with the primary what it game. Seems to be. It's like I want to do only that mini game. I don't want mm-hmm. these fourteen other sections. Yeah.
0: yeah, I've downloaded a couple zombie games. I downloaded this yeah. like
1: is State of Decay. Is that one of them? No, no that's oh. a Xbox game. Oh, what the maybe is they it have called? a
0: mobile game. I don't know.
1: It's called something State
0: too. of Emergency. Or like it's that.
1: like some stupid zombie shit Yeah, anyway, There's a lot
0: yeah. of generic yeah. zombie games. Um, <laughs> but there's like a lot of puzzle ones I was really interested in. Yeah. And like one was like doing some math shit to like, you know, you like fight these random little jelly people with right. like. It's just, it's,
1: it's a stupid, it, it's a game. math puzzle yeah. game, just
0: guys as like whatever. Yeah. And I was into that. And then I go to play and it's like oh, build your fucking farm. Like, yes. what the fuck that is fucking this? Game. That I don't fucking give game a shit about so this. Mad.
1: Yes. Because I want to do the one that was like, oh, pull the levers in the appropriate order so that the wolf can't eat the sheep or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, I want that. I want to do that. Mm. But then you have to, like, build a farm mm. first. I don't want to build a farm. I just want to do the fucking ad game. So,
0: Sony really needs to make sure <laughs> that they play this right. Yeah. You know, Nintendo has <laughs> tried the market of mobile and it has not worked the greatest. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, Pokemon Go has gone well, but that's not Tegly Nintendo. That's yeah, a that's different neantic. company yeah. that works with the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So they get a cut of it, but I don't think that they're seeing most of the money. Yeah. Um, I, other games, if they've tried, didn't really work out. The Mario game didn't work out. The Mario Kart hasn't been working out that well, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sony has to really step it up if they want something in the mobile market to succeed. Obviously, this is probably their answer to portable. Since the Vita didn't do the greatest, yeah, it's cut the device out itself, you know, and just Just go into phones. Use your
1: own thousand dollar device. So,
0: if that's the case, if you're going to make actual legitimate games Mm -hmm. that don't rely on spending money, so you don't have to wait two hours to continue the game,
1: yeah,
0: like that would be great. Yeah, you know,
1: I will happily. Pay for some games, Mm -hmm. like if I could just pay. There's one or two games over the years that I've been like, if I could just pay five dollars right now Mm -hmm. to never see ads again. Some games do do that,
0: right? They they will do that with some games. I
1: wish they all had that option. Like, let me play it Mm -hmm. without ads for thirty minutes.
0: The Mario game did that. Oh, really? Yeah, where you could you there was the ad version was free, or you could pay. I think it was fifteen dollars. Maybe it was 10. Yeah. It was an amount that people thought was unreasonable.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then you would have no ads. Yeah. And it was like you had access to like other stuff too okay. or
2: something.
1: Yeah. If I have the option to try it without ads. See, that's my thing is I would like to try it without ads first.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you don't know if getting rid of the ads is still like.
0: But the game know. still sucks. The game might ads, still suck. Right? Yeah. Because think about it. If the game is based off having ads. Yeah. Like the formula of like the waiting and stuff. Yeah. So let's see you get rid of the ads. Are you still waiting a couple hours?
1: Exactly. Because
0: the ads are only there to like make you watch something. So then you can cut the time in half. or Or give you a little bit more credit to then get the items you need in the game. Yes. So if you don't have the ads, you don't have that.
1: Earning mechanism. Earning
0: mechanisms Exactly. To to speed up the process Anyways, So is it still going to suck?
1: Exactly. (laughs)
0: So, honestly, I would probably even be cool if it was just, you know, just to try out the market, put out some PlayStation 1 classics. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple PS2 if it, you know, I would imagine phones, current phones could probably hold a PS2 quality yeah. game, right? Maybe smooth it out a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I, I could I could see trying those kind of games out and mm-hmm. then seeing where that goes as far as popularity, success, you know. According to this, it's a three to five year roadmap. So I guess whoever they hire, I guess you're guaranteed at least a five year job. <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, True. They can't really judge it until it's it's done, right? Yeah.
1: They're like, you failed. It's only in six months. <laughs> yeah, well you suck at it. So.
0: <laughs> well, presumably they have to make the games too if they're making new ones. So yeah. that's going to be at least a, a year or two depending on the size of the game or the, the quality of the game.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So we'll see. Mm, I don't know.
1: It's an interesting uh, direction. They're Attempting to check
2: out.
0: Well, um, moving on. Epic, the company responsible for Fortnite. Oh. I mean, (laughs) we're getting a little redundant here, aren't we? Uh, It's apparently set to lose $330 million from offering exclusive games for free and also just deals with other third-party games on their service.
1: Oh, on their game Uh, store.
0: To compete with Steam, they've mm. been providing stuff on their own store, right? Okay. So they're, I, they say they're losing three hundred thirty dollars. I feel like this is one of those scenarios where it's like theoretical, theoretical dollars, mm-hmm. you know, like South Park has like the I'm worth the <laughs> five billion theoretical dollars yeah, type exactly. stuff. It's like I, I don't know. Like, Fortnite is probably making this money back, no problem. Yep. I don't, I don't know their their stats, but I can't imagine that, that they're losing money each year. Fortnite alone is probably giving them a profit, even with this supposed loss. Yeah. It's about playing the long game, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, last on our list, Outriders uh, came out, I think, uh, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently they had some server issues with the game for cross-play, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't actually jump on it yet, so we didn't know any of this stuff. I've, I've heard something about it, but I didn't really know the details. Uh, so what they're doing is they're rewarding players who were in the game and dealt with this stuff. (laughs) Uh, supposedly they're, they're trying to give rewards to anybody who played between March 31st and April 11th.
1: Oh, so we fucked ourselves by not playing. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Oh, does the demo count?
0: I don't know if the demo counts, oh, okay. but I do know, it probably doesn't count. I don't yeah, think it would.
2: Uh,
0: I may or may not have on April 11th.
1: <laughs> jumped on.
0: Jumped on this uh-huh. because I needed to do a,
1: a game, pass, game quest. pass.
0: Not a quest, but like, yeah. well, yeah, I was, well, it was the reward points thing. Okay. I had to unlock an achievement in a game. Mm-hmm. That was on Game Pass, and I was like, oh, I'm close to something on this, so I yeah. just jumped on. Guess what it did? What? As soon as I turned the game on, uh-huh. it unlocked five achievements. What? Because we played the demo. Oh, shit. And so it just triggered the achievements were done.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. So
0: you're gonna have some <laughs> achievements when you get on <laughs> okay. Outriders. Nice. And anybody else who hasn't played the game yet but played the demo?
1: Like three times now, I've I've been thinking about it at night. I'm like, I should get on. And play yeah, this game. I've said
0: that many times. And then finally last but night, then i like, but then finally that night I did it. And um,
1: you were rewarded.
0: I think it was close to midnight though, so I don't you know. Might. I I don't know if I'm gonna fall in this camp or not. So yeah. we're gonna have to just see once it trickles through with these rewards.
2: Yeah, all right.
0: But anybody who gets it will apparently get a legendary weapon, titanium, which I think is like a resource in the game. Mm-hmm. I think it was they said like comparable to. Your highest level character, which I don't know what that means, but that's what the description was. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Uh, And then a frustration emote.
2: That's pretty good. Yeah,
0: that's kind of a fun way to (laughs) kind of laugh at yourself, I guess, for the the issue that, you know. I like that. Make it lighthearted for the people to hopefully forgive you. Yeah. So we'll see. I I mean, we definitely need to play this game.
1: Yeah, we do.
0: Get caught up with uh, that so we can...
1: Can we just like put life on hold? (laughs) I know, right? There's so many things going on. I feel like I can't play video games right now. but Yeah,
0: we, I you know, I feel bad too because we have been pretty light on the actual game play conversations. Yeah. Uh, I, I have get... a couple games I'm working on. I am playing currently Oddworld, which was the PS5 game on mm-hmm. whatever, PlayStation Plus. I am currently playing that. I'm like two levels in, so I'm not far enough that I want to talk about it. But um, I will talk about that at some point, hopefully in the next few weeks. I guess I technically have to finish Mario, the oh, Bowser's yeah. Fury. We yeah. still need to
1: finish Pikmin 3, too. That's true. <laughs> Fuck our lives.
0: But I feel like, that. so far, I don't think anything's changed since what we talked about in yeah, the demo of that that's game. Yeah, that's true. That's not that as important to talk about. That it's going to change what we thought about yeah. that game. But it'll be nice to give people a, a catch-up on that. Yeah. And then I did play some of the Monster Hunter Rise demo, but apparently it's like... Different difficulties and like a bunch of different weapon classes. Mm-hmm. So like I'm nowhere near having any kind of
1: <laughs> got it
0: opinion on it right now. Yeah. So bear with us. There yes. will be more stuff on that aspect. Yes. So yeah, that's
1: about it for our news. Yeah, that is it. Um thank you everyone for listening. We appreciate you. As always, don't forget to check us out on Twitter. Follow us at DTF Pod. Check us out on our Facebook group, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. You can send us an email directly at DTFPod. Or you can check out our website, DTFCast.com. And of course, don't forget to uh, leave us a review or a rating on your favorite podcast service. We would very much appreciate it. So we can learn how we're doing. Um, and improve, ideally. <laughs> so, um, thanks everyone for listening.
0: That's it for episode 87 of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye-bye. <laughs> I know the anticipation kills you.